Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. Oh, this tech life for sure. Life on a something you for ramp with. Oh, come in hard and out of game. The game on a something you for ramp with. Me not play, you know. I don't play no game. Me just make money, dollars, every time. See it? Can I explain how the game lace me? Fuck with the same, I got enemies do anything to break me. My attitude changed, got to the point where I was driven. 24-7 money's my mission, just a nigga trying to make a living. You bust the system with no mail, extending their riches on scale of pieces, but they petrified as them. It's hell, plus all the dealers for the meal, taking hell of that riches. Play a hatin', but we still kick it, always keep my eyes on the blind, watch the police. There's so much murder, neighborhoods getting no sleep, but still, I get my money on major, continuously communicating through my pager. Niggas know me, don't have no homies cause they jealous, I'm solo, cause when I'm broke, I got no time for the fellas. Listen, ain't Nothing poppin' by no broke nigga, ain't no joke But what they sayin', get your dough, nigga, happy in the game Oh, the phone, my father, my come try to take mine Oh, me serious enough I know I'm blood slap here in the game Oh, oh, the phone, my father, you take this thing But you take this thing for joke Some of this old heavy type of shit Certain niggas wanna stick to the game Use a trick to the game Waiting upon your turn Somewhere will you learn Ain't no turns Giving niggas be twisting and taking shit Putting they sack down Then putting they Mac down Me, myself, I hustle with finesse Yes, I'm an Oakland baller Rule number one, check game If I show you gon' respect game Be your own nigga Meaning buy your own dope Cause that front shit is punk shit Something I never funked with Be true to this game And this game will be true to you That's real shit Disrespect, see what this it do to you That jacking and robbing Despising your homie Ain't Healthy. Niggas being in a bed, photo get healthy, but not me though. I'm showing something major, so what I reap is false. That's why my public status is false. Went from a young nigga living residential to a young nigga working presidential. Oh,
shit Walk to walk the walk Oh, yeah, talk faith Cause action Action speak louder than words You know the record Don't blood flat to you Oh
already know. It's your boy. It's your boy. Good evening, good evening, good evening. It's your boy, Flossy Jeezy. I'm back on deck with you guys with some good stuff. And tonight, we got that Black Love series continuing. Will legal weed mean money for black folks? You know what I'm saying? You got all this good weed out here. We got all this legal beagle stuff going on. Looks like the United States across the country in general is trying their best, you know what I'm saying, to get it on and get it in and do what we need to do. You know what I'm saying? We got it going on. We're being powerful with it. So let's see what goes down and what happens with it. Tonight we got questions such as, you know what I'm saying, what types of life opportunities can be derived from this new industry, okay? You know, what's going to go down with it? What's happening with it financially? Okay, will this new money mean expanded opportunities for independent black enterprise? That's always, you know, uh, saying necessary plus because we want to be in the know. We want to figure out what's going down. We want to see what's going down, okay? Will the alleged dominant society allow blacks to benefit without impunity taking care of this business and getting this uh, independent business enterprise going down? Also, do you think that people that are arrested in jail for marijuana sales, Mary Jane sales, do you think that they should be released now that we have all this new freedom going on and now this legal stuff that was once considered, you know, a vice of illegality, okay? And where do we receive, teach info, and purchase this new craft? You know what I'm saying? And we're going to talk about current events and also, you know, what's on your mind. So you already know how we do it. We didn't get into the show. We didn't get into things. We got things going down. It's looking pretty good right about now. And what I'm going to do is just go ahead and continue to hit you upside the head with some of this old fly flavor. You know what I'm saying? I like to keep things going, keep the music pumping until we get everybody on deck that we need on deck. And we're going to see what happens with it and what's going down. So without further ado, you know what I'm saying? Let's get it on. Let's get it in. You know what I'm saying? Let's have fun with it. I'm trying to have fun. I know y'all want to have fun. This is your boy, Flossie Jeezy, 646-595-3402. So as we continue to let this thing go, you know what I'm saying? We're going to keep it rolling, you know what I'm saying? A little something like this. All right. That's right. Thank you. 
water, take me out the game like rider. Youngsters better stop and peep game, my game wider. I send this house to those who stop they can come. Cold as fuck with the game to the game, my game done. <laughs> Scarface always knows how to get it in and always knows how to get it on and get us up rolling and moving. Well, like I said, this is your boy Flossie Jeezy. I'm in here tonight with some of this good old-fashioned, you know what I'm saying, hard-hitting stuff, you know what I'm saying, always on top of the game, always trying to bring it to you guys 1,001%. So without no further ado, like I said before, we're on this uh, cannabis thing tonight. You know what I'm saying? It looks like a, a good industry. Looks like, you know what I'm saying, they're going to give a few folks, you know, who had some, some some rough patches in their life an opportunity to kind of get it on, and we're going to find out how it goes down tonight. Commonly known as marijuana, cannabis sativa, by numerous other names, is a preparation of cannabis and plant intended for the use of psychoactive drugs and medicine. Pharmacologically, the principal... Uh, psychoactive constitute of cannabis is tetrahydrocannabinol, or THC, as it's better known. It is one of 483 compounds in the plant, including at least 84 of the cannabinoids, such as cannabidiol, cannabinoil, uh, and there's a whole lot of other names, and it's just so weird that I will let it roll. You get the idea. THC, high till I die. There it is. Cannabis is often consumed as a with uh, psychological effects, which can include a heightened mood, euphoria, and relaxation, and an increased appetite. The unwanted side effects can be decreased short-term memory, dry mouth, impaired motor skills, reddened eyes, and feeling of paranoia and anxiety. Contemporary uses of cannabinoids for recreational or medicinal use drug as part of the religious rites in the earliest reports from the date of the 3rd millennium B.C., since the uh, 20th century, cannabis has been subject to legal restrictions and possession. That's because they couldn't tax it, hold you up with it. Use and sale of cannabinoid preparations contain psychoactive cannabinoids, currently illegal in most countries in the world. The United States deems it the most illicit used drug in the world. In 2040, the United States estimated global consumption of cannabis and indicated that approximately 4% of the adult world population, which is 162 million people, use the chronic, and that approximately 22.5 million people still use it daily. Well, I used to smoke a lot, but I don't smoke as much as I used to, but, you know what I'm saying, I still get it in, you know what I'm saying, and enjoy myself with it. So basically what they're saying is is that this is the chronic, it's the sticky, yicky, yicky, ooey, you know what I'm saying, like Snoop said, it's the bombadoja, you know what I'm saying, it's hooch, pot, you know, call it whatever they want to call it. It has many names, but the effect is still the same. You know what I'm saying? Loving every minute of it as we get it in. So, uh, you know, we're going to continue to keep it moving tonight. We're going to, you know, embellish a little bit and have a little fun with it. But without any further ado, I'm going to bring in my main man from the Emerald City, 
My man, Sugar Ray, is on deck to holler at you about some of the things going down tonight on this Black Love. Sugar Ray, what's going down? Not much. What's happening, man? I gotta, I gotta be kind of brief right now, man, because I'm in the mix of doing something, man. But I want to call in and let you guys know that I got a young brother that's called gonna be calling in in a few minutes to uh, to chop it up with you. He's coming out of, he's calling out of Florida, and he got some heavy, heavy stuff he wants to share with you guys. But I'm gonna call back, and I would say probably like about 20 minutes because I'm gonna do some things, and I'm gonna chime in on that topic that you read off to everybody. Oh yes, most definitely. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, we always talk about it, and, of course, I'll need your insight on, you know, the bud-tendering things and the different opportunities that's, you know, available to people out there. And we'll get to all that. I know you got to do your thizzle, but that's okay. We'll go ahead and hold it down, you know what I'm saying? Because we got, this is a good topic, and uh, we know that you, you guys probably have a lot of good input in on it. So I'll meet you back in 20 minutes. I'll be back. I'll be back. All right, my family. Do your thing. Okay, and here again, tonight's topics to repeat will be what types of opportunities can be derived from this new industry, okay? Uh, will this new money mean expanded opportunities for black enterprise, and what will the alleged dominant society do to, uh, to allow us to, you know what I'm saying, get it in, and will they allow us to do it? And uh, do you think people ought to be arrested and jailed uh, now that marijuana is becoming more legalized? And where do we receive and teach Therefore, about this new craft. So we're going to continue to get it in. We're going to continue to do our thing. But in the meantime, you know how it goes. We're going to continue to hit you in the head with some of that old school flavor that you've been looking for. We're going to discuss all these topics at length. So stay tuned. You know what I'm saying? Don't hang up. And uh, we're going to go ahead and hit you with another smooth one from my man Tupac. Some old school for you tonight. A little bit of from the cradle to the grave. Gave birth to a hell-raising heavenly son See the doctor tried to smack me, but I smacked him back My first words was tough a lot, and Papa passed the mat I'm busting on these motherfuckers falling Listen, you can hear my mini team calling I'm out the window on my drop top I got my Glock cop, busting that nigga, who will it stop? Now tell me, are you scared of the dark? Can't close my eyes, I see visions And even with the stars living, well, I stay prison Penitentiary chances was an all they say The only way to advance And if you claim then you better have your nights on Cause when we fight it's in the middle of the night With no lights on Hey, there must be a God Cause I feel lucky, paranoid out my mind This motherfucker's trying to bust me Am I going to jail? Look at me bailing Coming out the courthouse All about my mail, man Never, never die Be a hustler, motherfucker And making thugs out you suckers From the cradle to the grave from the place to the grave Life ain't never been easy Even in the ghetto From the cradle to the grave Since a little bitty child I've been on to get ill and kinda rough Wow, wow, wow Just like the bot that's in my walk with street talk Come running up the block in the dark with let's walk Surveillance on a nigga every day Waiting on my daddy just to take his ass away And mama always working trying to make ends meet 
they'd ever show me love Was my dope fiend knuckle strung out on drugs and straight thugs Just me and my mama out here on our own So I got two cats, one black and one of chrome Now I don't wanna hurt nobody but I must have been mine It's all the fuck I got to stop and walk a thin line Young niggas be brave And keep on fucking from the cradle to the grave From the cradle to the grave from the cradle to the grave, life Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the place to the grave 
finna smoke like it ain't no tomorrow. Swiss or Sweden, use my fingernail to cut it, gut it, then I dump the droppings out and then stuff it for the coffee in. If you don't know by now, coffee is killer. In other words, weed affects God is a pillar. Now the buds on the stems are like trees in an orchard. Anybody in the room who don't smoke weed is getting tortured by the smoke. Niggas choke, niggas coughing, they fart. Need to quit it, but they still trying to hit it too hard. It's the Misunderstandings about the cheaper. I see ya. Signs state can the fist to be her, but I need her. Big fat jiller to get me lit. I prefer to smoke the zigzag. Billy's ain't the shit. Nothing laced it up with the Bombay. Mountain. Anything that you can mix with the spinach. I done tried. I done damn near died. To the real thing. Straight back. If you see me blowing out smoke, you can bet it. Nigga, just tell me what the beat I'm hot, you hot, let's try to get higher Here, use my lighter, set the ass on fire We're blowing like a choir, everybody's in line Hoping they can get their fingers on it one more time Because there's nothing but the party over here That's how we do it, live music, plenty bitches, cold beer And oh yeah, so Marijuana, you know what I'm saying? We always 
was able to get out there and and, uh, and and get at it and have it going down, have it going on. And I've always, you know, loved smoking marijuana myself. Like I said, I don't do it as, as often as I used to. But, you know what I'm saying, I'm, I'm still happy for those who can enjoy that good weed and enjoy that good feeling and flavor from smoking that good weed and stuff. And my theory is that we'll have a lot of opportunities derived from this thing. I mean, the state of Colorado has already had an incredible amount of money uh, from having, you know, free cannabis. I mean, they're they're already almost up around a billion dollars already, uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, making uh, money off of this weed and stuff. Matter of fact, I'm going to bring up a little something here in just a minute, and it's going to be profits from, from Colorado, from Colorado uh, profits from weed. Matter of fact, it popped up before I could even get a chance to get it out there. I mean, this is this is incredible. Just in January alone, color, you know, Colorado and Washington are the um, are the uh, states right now with the legal process. There's many more states here in Oregon, uh, in Portland, and everything in the Salem area. We're trying to get marijuana on the ballot to get it legalized up here because of all the wonderful things that this uh, terrific drug, uh, and, or I say relaxer, uh, has been able to do for communities around the country. I mean, in January alone, uh, when it first came into fruition, Colorado already benefited $3.5 million uh, uh, from the uh, sale of marijuana, legalized marijuana and everything. And I mean, it's a, it's an, it's incredible how um, thing, how things have, have uh, ballooned and gone. Total today, just about they're saying that they just reached fourteen point five million dollars. You know, who's selling this stuff? I mean, they've got dispensaries, they've got stores. You know what I'm saying? They've got classes on teaching people, and they're actually running through a process right now where they have. You know what I'm saying? Chemical labs and stuff to make sure that you're getting the right marijuana and that's being grown in the in the in, in, in the right way and, and everything like that. So it's incredible to see this thing happening and seeing it going down the way it's going down. My only thing is is that you know with all this money and everything that's that's being shown and with all this uh, you know stuff that, that that's that's cracking off and popping off, uh, it's just it's just incredible. You know what I'm saying? I mean. A long time ago, we were we were told that uh, you know it was illegal to have weed, and that you know people was busted for all that. And so, to me, that's why I asked that question tonight about the marijuana itself. You know what I'm saying, and the legal ramifications of, of this marijuana. Should we be keeping people in jail for for uh, having sold marijuana before, and now everything is all legal and everything? Should we actually have people in jail? For, uh, for marijuana sales? And the answer I have for that is no. I think that, you know, we ought to, uh, you know, get those people out of jail. I think that we ought to have, you know, a situation where, you know, people are out and about and able to, you know what I'm saying, enjoy their lives and stuff and, and, and uh, benefit and profit and everything else. But, of course, you know, they, they always get this little thing that they do in which if you've been to jail, you know, you can, and you've been have a felony behind and everything, you're not allowed to sell it which means that it speaks to me um, that they still want to figure out a way to keep us out of the game and out of the, the program and stuff. And they always, just like everything else, when we were talking about wanting to legalize it or if we ever thought about wanting to legalize it, they laugh us right out of the courtroom. 
You know what I'm saying? But we continue to get arrested in record numbers for this, that, and the third drugs and everything. And, I mean, it's insane. It's insane to me that these individuals would sit up and want to disallow, um, you know, being able to have, you know, uh, people selling weed or have a, you know, not have us selling weed because they're so afraid that we're going to become independent. But I think that this is a golden opportunity for uh for African-Americans to get in on this thing because, I mean, they're making it legal. It's just like any other tobacco industry thing. Of course, they want you to have a license, and they want you to have, you know, all this other weird stuff, and that's kind of funny to me because, I mean, it's it's all purportedly supposed to be illegal, and you've got people's families, you know, in jail and stuff, and you've got, you know, people who shouldn't be in jail in jail for whatever reason. I mean, mean, it's crazy. Um, It's it's crazy. I got a little shot here where I'm reading this article, and I'm going to uh, spit it back to you real quick. It's Colorado's recreational use of uh, weed sales. Now, this isn't medicinal. Washington State tried to come at it medicinal and all clinical and the same thing here in Oregon. But the folks in Colorado, for whatever reason, federal government doesn't seem to be going after them. Maybe it's the ski lodges or whatever that's available up there in, in the state of Colorado or whatever, and maybe, you know, because of the you know, whatever the circumstance is, they're not really jumping all over them too bad for having weed sales. But it says here that during the first month of recreational marijuana sales, Colorado uh, issued license to dispensaries, and they generated a total of 14 million bucks, okay, putting about 2 million of tax revenue into the coffers uh, of the states and stuff. The State Department of Revenue released figures on, on, on what was that Monday of that first month afterwards, which showed how much they had taken, that is Colorado, from both uh, medicinal and recreational uh, taxes and fees. It says that the medical marijuana sales in January generated an additional uh, $900,000. Okay? And, I mean, I mean, it, 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 these are, are big numbers and big figures that we're talking about here. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they're making a bundle off of this week, Okay? says here that uh, they had an additional 900000 in sales tax and for a total tax revenue of $2.9 million for both sides of the state's marijuana dispensaries, including these, and the figures jumped to $3.5 million. The first month of sales for recreational marijuana fell in line with expectations, says Barbara Broll, executive director of the department, and said in a statement, we expect to clear revenue patterns that will emerge in April, and we plan to incorporate this data into future forecasts. The figures represent the tax returns from 59 businesses around Colorado, according to the department. He said the recreational marijuana tax came from, uh, from two levies, which state voters approved last November, and 10% special taxes, uh, sales tax, uh, 15%, and excise taxes. Governor John Hickenlooper, sounds like a real stoner, recently received an announcement that he expects to combine sales from both legal and medical marijuana in the state to reach nearly $1 billion in the next fiscal year. About $600 million of that projected is just from recreational sales. Of course, those people are going to get that bud, smoke that bud, chew that bud, cook that bud, make biscuits and brownies and batter and, and hash oil with the bud. You already know the deal for those of you out there. You know how to make that hash oil. It's, it's, it's big business, baby. It's big business. 
to the state stands to collect at least $134 million in taxes and fees. He said the first week of sales was robust in the state, with only 37 dispensaries open at the time. They collectively bought in roughly $5 million bucks. He said although the initial crush of retail pot sales tapered off in January, he said the sales and tax figures are expected to remain steady for more than 150 recreational marijuana dispensaries now licensed. Okay, and more added to you list this month. It says here through the first $40 million in tax revenue from the industry flag for school construction, Hickenlooper has proposed that the state uh, use the additional revenue, you know, to fund the, the media campaign to address substance abuse and highlight the risks associated with drug use. Well, isn't that just copacetic? You know what I'm saying? Make this money that we were once told was illegal for the regular guy to make, and now that you're able to make this money, you know what I'm saying? There you go. One moment, please. One, 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 you're online and on deck with me. Uh, you can speak or you can listen. Who do we have on deck tonight? My name is Shuga, but, oh, one, 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 because I didn't, uh, this is 845 uh, from the Bronx. Oh, oh that's my man, Andrew from the Bronx. What's going on? I don't, I don't know why these folks came up with the one, 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 man. That's kind of crazy, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, well, welcome now, to the show, man. Uh, what's up? Um, deeply, I, yeah, my, my phone, hey. I, I uh, left the thing on uh, private or whatever. I got That's perfectly okay, my friend. You're in deck and, and in the building. Glad to have you. It's just, it's just me in here right now. You know what the topic is tonight. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Will legal money mean anything for for blacks out there that are in these communities? That you know what I'm saying? Because you look at it, you know how it goes down. We got folks in jail behind selling weed, and now all of a sudden, because you can make money and, and, and take care of business when you couldn't before, and of course, this money will probably end up being mismanaged too. It's now okay and legal to have in some states, at least for right now, and I'm sure it's going to grow once the other states, you know. Um, as their uh, greed levels climb to uh, astronomic proportions, I'm sure there'll be even more um, states doing this thing. What do you think about that? Do you think that, uh, you know what I'm saying, there will be money for us in our communities with this legal weed money, or do you think they're just going to keep it out there for certain folks to benefit? Well, excuse me, Um, I feel like, you know, well, you know, I don't know, man. So basically, uh, is the the weed thing is it's it's something that it, it rings a, a bell with me in particularly, you know, because I I was once a, a, a they would categorize that as a chronic marijuana user. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, man. Oh man. Um. One second, one second. Yo, yo, ew. Excuse me, one second. Nah, I'm just kind of, kind of getting. I'm not gonna do that. Well, speaking of that, you know, I seen one of my, uh, <laughs> one of my guys there from back in the day. Oh um, yeah. Oh, anyway. Yeah, man. So basically, but um, it it has it has its, its, its uses. And it's funny that you bring that up, the fact that there are, there are a lot of people that got in trouble for that, you know. And it's it's 
you know, when if a person has the ability to, oh, well, let me start with what I was going to say before, man. If, if, if everything is everything, you know, as we were talking about the other night, man, I, I feel as if we got shit on that too, man. Because I, I, you know, I, I, I should have said that first, but whatever. Um, also, not only I'm jumping all over the place with it because marijuana is a big topic, man, and it it has many industrial uses. You know, we can use it as fuel too, and people they 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 are able to make clothes out of it. But of course, um, they don't want to exploit that aspect of it. I don't know what they're trying to do, but I know for particular for reasons, you know, why it's being the the criminalized or whatever because they couldn't they couldn't marijuana is something that people advocate for on a daily basis and that's just what how it is man you know um but as far as you know making money off of it yeah of course there's money available is going to be money made off of it and um, like for example, I, one of my friends told me that the guy on uh, Wiz Khalifa, he's actually um, came out with his own strain of uh, pot. That's an wow. interesting too. Yeah. A lot of green thumbs out there. Huh? <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah man. Well, I think it's gonna be it, great. I'm hoping it's going to be a great thing because, you know, we, we need our own independent type of enterprises and things. You know what I'm saying? Every, everybody else has a, a niche or something that they can use and, and become useful to them or whatever, and it would be nice. It would be very nice to see us be able to somehow benefit off of this enterprise. I mean, everybody else appears to be, you know, in the catbird seat, so to speak, to be able to benefit right away. From, from having marijuana around and, and having the having the benefits of it. Now you just mentioned something that that leads into the first question of the night, and that is, um, you know, what type of of uh, you know industry? Let me get get myself up to date right here, real quick. I'm gonna change over here on the, on the page here. Hopefully, we'll get a little cooperation in the old old uh, information box here. What types of opportunities? And what type of uh, industries do you think will get derived from having marijuana being legal? Um, <laughs> I'm not. I can't. I got a plan, man. I'm telling you, man. I got this elaborate industrious plan that I is in my mind, man. I just gotta. I gotta chill, man. I hope everything works for the best, man. But that marijuana, man, I, I I can't wait to. I be involved with it because uh, coming from a biblical perspective, man, basically that that plan has a lot of medicinal as far as when it comes to healing. And I can speak personally, but um, I started smoking pot at 17. And there's a lot of people that, like, you know, coming out of this situation, I, I just went to court on, oh, let me just, I'm, let me see one second. All right. So basically, man, the plant has a lot of healing properties. I started smoking pot at when I was like like 17, and mm-hmm. I noticed once I started smoking the pot, 
from 17, because, you know, I'm scientific, so I pay attention to these things. From 17 to 19, I didn't get, you know, I didn't I didn't get in nothing like that, you know what I mean? I didn't, I, or anything, like, that's a bit, <laughs> but, um, I, like, I, it was just different. The way I, pre- um, like, for example, like, coughs, or, I, I, like, I, I would get headaches of I was smoking a lot of bud. <laughs> I was smoking a lot of bud, man. I smoked like seven, eight, nine, ten bloods a day, man, because I was um, basically, you know, around those type of people. And it was fun. I had, you know, a decent, beautiful experience, you know, just bliss or whatever. But uh, with that, at that point. Um, but it has different properties. And that was one that I I exploited was you know the healing properties. Not only does it have the healing um, of being applied to the skin, it could be um, orally intake. But I don't think that you know it could be. I think is 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 reasonable to vaporize it. But um, you know then it brings up that issue of uh, smoking good for a person. And in this society, there's a lot of taboo. Um, topics, that's what they call them, uh, call it taboo. <clears throat> There's this dude staring in my window, like, but it's all right. <laughs> um, yeah, man, and, um, that's, that's, that's what it is, man, it's just that marijuana, it got a lot of, it got a lot of problems. But that's healing. The Bible says it speaks on the earth. I mean, herbs is the healing of the nation. I mean, and I feel like that's 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 something that, when put into context, will be able to help a lot of people. But the way that the laws and the, the stereotypes against it, you know. Oh yeah. So like I was saying, like basically, um, I was walking. Um, Oh, um, like I was remember something. I don't know if I was. Uh, I told you guys I was going through that court thing. Basically, I went right. uh, to court on a Friday. They told me, um, you know, that I'm done. Gotta move out of here. Um, move out of the apartment by thirty. I something like. Um, just in the process of myself, but. I, <laughs> Staff is like the sky on me. I'll be able to do all that stuff in probably like two weeks, man. But it's just it's, it's going to be a gradual thing because I'm trying to just maintain myself, and I still got things I'm worrying about as far as like okay, well, I trust God, so I know everything's going to work out for the best. But um, I was walking, and I, I this is something that I, I came to a realization about it. Just thinking about the weed, like damn, man, it was so great. Um. You know, it, the thing with pot is when you smoke it, it's um, the way it works on a person. It's it, oh damn! When I when I came to the conclusion with that is is basically, excuse me, I'm sorry. Um, but it was it was really it was really insightful, man. The weed is not bad at all, man. It's not. It's not bad. I, I agree like with. This. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's just like who you want 
Yeah, what's the best way? One person, you know, like what, what, what person feels inside basically is it enhances that. It brings that out more, but I don't know about that too much. I mean, it is that that's a part of it, but it has something to do with like it's a lot of stuff, man. It's a lot of stuff. So. For me, it always helped make my music. You know, because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a beach maker, you know what I'm saying? I work in my studio stuff and everything, and you know what I'm saying? When I need inspiration, or I just want to, you know, you know, relax back or whatever, it, it always seems to, uh, I don't know, it goes into a part of your brain, or your creative your creative brain, and it does does positive stuff. I mean, a lot of folks might not agree with it. They might say, well, it's something different, but, you know, it's a, it's a real mind expander, you know what I'm saying? And, and you know, I, I learned, you know, when I got older that I, I couldn't really, I said, really process some of the newer stuff. I mean, the stuff that we got out here now from when I was young and first smoking, it's completely different now. It's got different, you know, composites and different things going on. And, you know. Is it actually, it, like, is is a, is a big difference in the way the bud is? Oh, absolutely. Because I don't know, like, being out here locally, you have a person has no clue where that weed is coming from or what has been done to it. Maybe they forced grew it or whatever. He was just smoking like, well, it's some weed, man. I mean, huh? Smoking. <laughs> well, it, well, you know it, what it, I mean? I mean, back, back, back droppings, back urine. I mean, it, it all depends on what the person who's growing it wants to grow it in. Sometimes they use miracle growth. Sometimes it's a miracle that it's able to grow because some of the chemicals and stuff they put in it. I know when you got something different in it, or when the uh, the taste of it has too many, uh, you know, chemicals in it, and not necessarily the proper amount of uh, type of growing chemicals in it. So I mean, I, I had one guy that that I, that I definitely quit messing around when he said that he actually used, you know, a raid spray to to give it its crystal crystally effect. <laughs> oh, you got to try some 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 raid and all this other stuff. That's, yeah. that's why I don't want some of the legalized states try to go about making it as safe as possible by having these labs and stuff like that. But I mean, come on, man, it's not really any way you can really tell just how safe this weed is going to be when they when they come out of the process. And you just got to kind of you know trust and pray a lot that you know when you're smoking it that uh, nothing happens to you. That that for me has has become the uncomfortable portion of dealing with some of the Mary Jane that they have out now. But I mean, from a financial standpoint, you know, I just think that if you know if states and corporations can get they they money on, I don't know how they're going to actually reasonably tax people that's doing stuff. Which is why they want people to have a license so that they can basically. I've always said that government agencies are the biggest pimps and drug dealers there are because they always know how to peddle their drugs. They they are very territorial, you know, and they don't want you to buy your drugs from any other country. They don't want you to, you know, have any other, you know, methods of getting things unless you screw them. And I just don't know how they're going to be able to, to keep up with all that money. I don't know how they're going to be able to, you know, uh, reasonably keep up with all the, the revenue and the sales that comes off of that. But like I said, it's a very slick industry that we have out here. My, but but my, my pet peeve is that you sent, Literally, well, probably about a million young men and women to jail over drug sales, in particular this marijuana thing. 
And I just think that if there's anyone who has been convicted or found, you know, uh, guilty of any type of crime where where that's this concern, I think that you ought to gracefully and graciously as possible allow them to to be to be uh, uh, moved and put out of jail because I just don't think that it's very it's very fair. This is my standpoint. Yeah, yeah, you're completely right, man. Basically, I just like I said, I just can't, I can't stress this fact enough, man. I pray that this works for me. Everything happens the way I, I mean, I, I envision it because the way knowing how I know this shit is, man. Morals and ethics, or whatever the shit that, whatever that means. But I feel like. I mean, shit is not fair, man. And if if you want to look at it from that, that I completely agree with that. What you, what you just said, like basically, um, you know, the, the the people being got incarcerated for that. The first time I ever got into conversation with the cops was because I was smoking a blunt. I was walking. I was I just came out of work. I was like sixteen, seventeen. Just came out of work. And, you know, when I first started smoking bud, my man, he would be like, yo, just like the blunt, man. He was uptown, just like the blunt. And we would, like, just stroll down the block. So I'm like, all right, so I can do this too. You know what I mean? And I'm just walking. I just come here walking, 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 smoking the L. And Kassi and Zeus just pulled me. He's like, are you freaking crazy? That's the seat to me. That's where the cancer comes from, from the smoking. You start mixing you married Jay with tobacco, you're still in fully inhaling and ingesting the tobacco. And, you know, cigarettes, I don't, I've don't. i never been a, too much of an avid cigarette smoker, tobacco user. But I would think that if you're inhaling the air and the chronic all the way down and you're uh, ingesting the tobacco over the top of that, that's problematic because you are literally, um, you know, ingesting that in, that in along with it. So I, I don't know, that's...
Too quick, we'll fed him quicker than the next Motherfucker on the trigger Cause I'm static, starting to be a fucking habit Gotta keep my automatic, or get my ass kicked When I'm trapped, kinda rough man I drop a bucket, lit a dog like nigga screaming Fuck it, I love to throw my middle finger to the police And no bucks, no justice, no peace I'm smoking blood till I pass out Yeah nigga, kicking ass out Rolling in my niggas' glass house, driving fast, talking to bitches, whipping cash out. I'm with my niggas, fucking suckers, I'm rocking buses, smoking chronic motherfuckers, causing ruckus. It's the last of the drink, pull over, can't hear damn thing sober, hard till I die. No, till they smoke me to shit, don't stop till my gas get dropped. I'm hard till I die. No, till they smoke me to shit, don't stop till my gas get dropped. I'm hard till I die. No, till they smoke me to shit, don't stop till my gas get dropped. I'm hard till I die. Lord help me, save me Mama keep praying for a young motherfucker Tryna duck an early grave in a city Where you can't tell a face from a snake Enemies of ponies, friends from your homies Around the corner there's another nigga waiting to jack He don't know I got a clock till his ass gets shot Like a motherfucking drug disease Craving beats like they motherfucking drugs to me Hey, what's up with bitches trying to screw me? Do me cause I did a movie Throw the pussy to me but before they never knew me Rather die than let them blame me for a buster And with my clock I'm a plotting ass rotten motherfucker don't let that movie fool ya Let me fool ya screaming thug like nigga when I do ya It's the last of the track Pull over Can't hear dead things over Cause I'm hot till I die Look till they smoke me to shit Don't stop till my cash get dropped I'm hot till I die Look till they smoke me to shit Don't stop till my cash get dropped I'm hot till I die Look till they smoke me to shit Don't stop till my cash get dropped I'm hot till I die Look till they smoke me to shit Don't stop Shit don't stop
sponsoring online classes. So there's a lot of things you know, that uh, we can benefit from as a community to have a marijuana being legal. You know what I'm saying? It's a fun process. And, you know, you, you've heard the stats, you know, as, there's a whole lot of folks out here. Let me read you a little something here real quick. From marijuana leads to time for blacks and financial gains for whites. It's a story that was done in uh, Financial June uh, team, um University. Basically, it's an online uh, subscription that you do if you want to, you know, learn about things that's going on in our community because it's sponsored, you know, through uh, through Outlook and through the Internet. And uh, every day I get these different postings of different financial things that is going on in the neighborhood. And the report was done by April Taylor. And as I increase the size of the screen so I can read this bad boy, Okay, that's perfect. April says that the truth is out about a producing series of radio documentary episodes around the racial disparities perpetuated in California's growing. Largely white-owned marijuana industries and thousands of minorities are serving time for marijuana-related offenses. The series is A Bitter Harvest Reviews, Michelle Alexander's the new Jim Crow, mass incarceration, and the age of colorblindness through the filter of California's marijuana industry. The two systems create two different experiences for white and for black Americans. As the true, as, excuse me, as true out points, marijuana, marijuana is the single largest agricultural commodity in California. It is a primary vehicle for the war on drugs realized arrest and incarceration system, which has our prisons bursting at the scene nationwide. It says here that according to the ACLU, half of the drug arrests in the United States are marijuana, with 8.2 million people arrested between 2001 and 2010. Now, before I read the rest of this, you have to keep in mind that that uh, we actually sponsor, through our, just through our pigmentation, through our color, right, a very... Um, financial situation for the penal uh, systems around the country where most of uh, the prisons are filled mostly with blacks and, and minorities compared to whites. So it's a very lucrative industry to put people in jail. Anyway, 85 to 88% of these arrests were for simple possession. The fact so many people are arrested for a drug that is becoming legal in increasingly num- increasing number of states is asinine, but the unnerving is how disproportionately African Americans are affected by such asinine policy. Although black and white Americans have similar rates of usage, blacks are more likely to be arrested from, uh, for marijuana, right, uh, at 3.73 times more likely than whites. It's that the domination of the legal marijuana industry, white only, only serves to perpetuate the system of racial bigotry. So, I mean, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy, I think, in the first place, to arrest somebody on, on pot charges. I've always thought that to be ignorant because, in, in reality, pot is nothing more, or marijuana is nothing more than, you know what I'm saying, a, a cigarette that gets you buzzed. I mean, you know that cigarettes kill you. You know that harm is done to you from, you know, inhaling cigarettes and with the tobacco and everything, yet somehow, through the use of the sports machine, as they used to say, 
you know, a disproportionate amount of blacks are arrested for it. And, you know, um, it's just it's just ignorant to me that you would arrest people over something so simple as that. But here again, it all depends on what it, what's going on, who you are, and, and uh, how you're handling the situation, too. That also has a, a, a big impact on what goes down. What bothers me, though, is that you're putting people in jail for simple stuff like possession. You're arresting people and, and locking them up, and you're doing crazy stuff like that. And at an even further alarming rate, you have the same other people that are out here with cocaine and all this other stuff. They're not even receiving as much time. I mean, it's absolutely crazy now all of a sudden because basically people have gotten lazy and making money and because they want a quick fix. I mean, the states and the, um, you know what I'm saying, different little, um, you know, counties and, and, and uh, you know what I'm saying, bureaucracies, they're making a quick buck just like we want to make a quick buck. I mean, you know what I'm saying? They are making, perpetuating the same types of, of uh, you know what I'm saying, need for a, a fast dollar to, you know, put a Band-Aid on things as we would be paying our rent or doing something. And now all of a sudden you're making it where you have to have a license for it. And all of a sudden you want to, you know, have classes on stuff. And supposedly you're running these labs that make sure that stuff is safe or whatever when there's no real true way that you can figure out or perpetuate safety in marijuana any more than you can perpetuate, oh, I don't know, how, how bad it would be if you bend over enough time to tie your shoes up. There's no way to really, really figure out how good or bad marijuana is because anything that you're doing, like the medical marijuana thing, to me is rather a joke because anything that you ingest into your system, anything that you're putting over your lungs, anything that you're inhaling and smoking in, at some point it's going to take a toll on your body. So you sit up here and, um, you know what I'm saying, use, you know, the penal system kind of screw people around is just beyond me. What do you think about that, Andrew? What do you think about how they, they use law enforcement for something as simple as marijuana? Because obviously it's not the same drug as cocaine. Well, you know, um, how do you feel that they use the same penal system to give tickets and, and, and for, I'm surprised, I'm not even going to go there, but I'm surprised they don't enforce me walking. You know what I mean? That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, and basically, you know, it's just, it's a whole bunch of things, you know. I feel like, because we're, we're in a, it's all, everything is connected, man. And we're in a pivotal time in that it's information that's available, man. And, and marijuana is a key part of that because when I started smoking marijuana, or when back when I was just you know experimenting with it, that's when I my I began to realize a lot of stuff, and you know, um, especially in this country, it's like everything is black and white. So, you know, is and then if you smoke marijuana, it's difficult. You gotta some jobs you gotta do drug tests and all that type of stuff like that. So it's all, you know, if if it was if it, you know, I don't know, man. I think that anything that's good, they're gonna try to keep people from 
um, discovering that. And not that I'm saying that um, marijuana is good or bad, but it's just, it is what it is. I mean, and um, it's, it's just been proven that it's not so bad, man. Even they got patients, cancer patients, and all type of stuff to attest to that. But yet they still had these strict penalties on this 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 type of thing, and I know the reasons to all this shit, man. I just can't really get into it too much without you know crossing. I mean, because when I'm ready, I say oh, hey, whatever I feel like, I don't fuck. But <laughs> I'm not I'm just playing my role right now, man. Because I mean, it's it's real crazy, man. How all this shit is, and then. Yo, man, these these white people, these white people, something else, man. Hey, they the ones that they need the marijuana. Them niggas is fucking bugged out. Anyway, um, it's 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 crazy, man. And oh, basically, I think, man, it's gonna, marijuana is gonna be a, a big part. I think black people, we, they need we need to start taking this thing more serious and um, thinking about. Our future, man, and, and and our destiny, our past, present, future type situation. Our present, our, the present is what is, is going to dictate your future. So that means today, man, tomorrow, and tomorrow being today is what's today? Monday, Tuesday. <laughs> you know what I mean, so it's when the twelve o'clock comes, sundown, sundown is the next day. You know what I mean, so it's like we got to start doing research into all types of things, man, and it's not like. I feel like we could borrow stuff from this culture, but it's not, it's not, you know what I mean? I don't know, man. But basically, I'm going to take you up with that. It's not conducive to who we are because everything that they say, they do the opposite. They only want to defecate on us because it means that we might, that's simply what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? It might be it might be something where they kind of feel that it, it might be something that they kind of feel that if we are able to have the freedom to do this, we might actually become independent of what they're talking about or what they're doing. And, and, and you know, they can't. They, I can't the destiny thing. It's definitely the destiny thing. They don't want us to have our own independent mindset and. Uh, I think that we ought to try to figure out a way to get this marijuana or whatever and benefit off of it. They want us to have the license, the license. If you want to get the store, get a store. If you want to, you know, you know, like he just said, get the clothes and get the, get the gear. Matter of fact, get a bunch of uh, polo shirts of four or five different colors and plant marijuana leaves on them and, and promote and, and do the whole thing. Because if they're doing it legal, they would do it. Anything that feels like financial independence, I think we ought to go for it. And you see how exactly how you said earlier, man. Basically, the marijuana it it, it show it, it it helps you with the mu- it helps you. you know what I mean, when you're trying to make the music and stuff like that, or musically, it it shows it shows a person certain things, man. The marijuana is is alive, man. That that's yeah. You know I mean, it's a lot of topics, man. Basically, that 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 is a is an organism. It's a plant. Is alive, man. Any like, for example, when you eat meat, the meat is is decayed. Like, is after the animal 
is it's chopped up. The meat is in the process of decay. So once you put that into your body and you internalize it, it's like you got rotten meat that's sitting in your intestines. But a, a, a plant, a plant, basically, it goes through a process. Even when you, like, say, for example, you pick a mango off the tree, that mango is still alive. It's still got, you know, cellular replication going on and all that stuff, energy surging through it. The plant world is 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 is, is different, and they try to, they just, it's, it's not, because basically I, I could, I, I I understand a basic um, a lot of things, man. As far as with the the the, the right way of looking at stuff, you know what I mean, and it's like it, a lot of it we do to ourselves, being honest, because we can't even blame everything on a white man. When you blame shit things Absolutely. on people, it's like you 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 give them your 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 power. But the good part about it is that. They can't go away. They can't get away from the shit scotch free because they've done a lot of fucked up shit, man. And they still, they still doing fucked up shit the way they got stuff going on. But that just gives us the room to correct the situation. You know what I mean, and it needs to be corrected because as we speak, man, this shit that's going on. They got statistics for everything. Oh, every five minutes, da 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 da, somebody gets raped. Somebody's under. Somebody gets shot. Blah, 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 blah. All kind of shit like that, man. And can't blame all of it on marijuana, but that's what they—that's exactly what they would try to do, man. And say it was pot, and, and like for example, they, the thing with Trayvon Martin. Oh, he had pot in his system. All this kind of stupid, crazy shit. Like they, this, this shit don't make no sense, man. And I'm—I'm I'm, I'm not like I'm not. I refuse, man, to 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 keep on with this dummy shit. Like like I'm I'm just gonna play dumb with you. Like the fuck, no way, man. Like. So once as soon as I get this opportunity, man, I'm just gonna gotta just put it how it is, put it straight, man, and, and, and put you know, people. A lot of people understand what to do, man, but it's just like you know, they got they got they got they got things in a certain way, man. I'm in New York right now, so like I said, like I basically I was advocating for marijuana. I was when I first discovered pot, man, I was advocating for that shit hard, man. I was like, yo, fuck yeah, yo, I got nothing to be nice to me. Partially it was partially because of my culture, like you know, Jamaicans and, and weed. I was that was that's a stereotype that I kinda fell into. So I'm like, yo, it was me and my weed, because when I was, you know, just doing my thing, that was, it was that Mary Jane. Mary Jane was this was comforting me, you know what I'm saying? It was my comfort. I was like, yo, listen, I need this Mary, Mary Jane. Was, I mean, you can't can't be trying to trying to disrespect me all crazy and stuff like that. But it was like, you know, it just it, it showed me a lot of stuff, man. The pot is an eye opener, man, and is a is is an industry that they. They they trying to tap into because they they just can't they can't deny it any longer man they can't cause and they gonna try to they gonna try to do they trying to do some shit man like the same way they take they 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 um take everything and turn it generic they gonna try to do that soon too we got synthetic marijuana like the real synthetic marijuana we they they gonna genetically engineer that shit and take out the THC but it still smell like weed some stupid shit like that like fucking around with these people, man, and it's, it's real, man, it's really real, it's really real, but um, but the thing with pot is that people got to, 
learn how to use it in this right context, man. It's, it's good for all that inspiration and stuff like that, but um, we gotta, we gotta not only it doesn't take marijuana for one to educate themselves either. Yeah, I mean, but that's what it is. Marijuana is 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 for it's for sober mind people and it's for sick mind people. Like, but the thing is. It's like they 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 trying to blur the lines between everything, man, by categorizing shit the way they want to categorize. It. Like you said, cocaine and marijuana is not the same thing. You know what I mean, and it's like it's it's crazy. The prohibition. I remember when they they were saying alcohol was fucked up too, but it is what it is. They they had to make that stuff legal. You know what I mean, so they but I have to tie with that. Yeah. They, they 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 figure out a way in which because they can't control shit, they turn it try to turn it into the walking down and talking into something else, and it's not what they say it is. And if you're blind and your eyes ain't open, they hope it kicks you with the eyes wide shut. And they can't you can't they can't do that to us anymore. And I'm telling you, they're gonna try to figure out a way. And all of a sudden, if you've been hot busted before. Or if you've been in jail before, suddenly you can't sell the weed, but it's okay for us to do it because we legal so we can sell the weed. So here, here's the certificate so we can monitor what we do. You're still not going to stop the street violence if we do what we want to do. That's, that's, a, that's an interesting topic, man. I heard a lot of people asking about that. Like, how how do I feel that if, if we become legal, what happens to the, the regular street dealer? Do they, like, well, how are they going to feel about it? Are they going to go out of business and stuff like that? I think partially that's why they're doing that too, man. But I think the street dealer is always going to be in business, man. As long as there's a way, there's a supply and a man, demand for the stuff that's going even is going to increase. Because, like, you got, man, it's shit that I didn't, I didn't seem like, yo, it's, it's police officers that's fucking damn near, you know, selling weed. <laughs> yeah. For real. Yeah. Like the old comedian said, it busts you with 12 pounds of weed. By the time you go to trial, it's only two pounds of weed sitting there. Shit. You know? Oh. I, I can't believe you had 12 pounds of weed. Man, I can't believe you had 10.5 pounds of weed. Look at this cat, uh, uh, start. He had seven pounds a week. Your Honor, we busted this this person with two pounds a week. What happened to the other ten and a half pounds? You know. Yeah, man. So. Yes. Yeah. It's real. It's real. So. Yeah, man. But that's an industry, man. A lot of people smoke it. That's the industry that needs to be tapped into. And I wonder how they gonna. Um, I don't know, man. How they gonna like they they if they gonna soften the regulations on it? Like what what determines if a person is eligible to get one of those marijuana cards and stuff like that? But I guess what's most important is the the, the, the dispensary license. Everybody gonna want one of those. So once you got that, you, <laughs> you can get access. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know how this it is, man. Um, but uh, in New York, they just you know they just they just they just decriminalized it, man. They just just did that shit too, man. Um, medical use, but it's 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 only gonna be for like the oils they said, some shit like that. The 
oils, and stuff like that. All I know, man, is that I'm going to figure out a way to get myself up in the and have a good time with it. <laughs> I don't know what the mask is going to be doing, but I don't know, man. But like I said, I, I don't really use it like I used to. I get up like I said, for health reasons and stuff like that. That's you know, the fact that, you know, it, it keeps my blood pressure up a little bit too high. And stuff. So even though I don't, I don't deal with it, I still don't mind advocating figuring out a way that if we can take ourselves out of poverty, if we can figure out a way to, to use it to the point where we're able to make our, our condition better, make our condition better, how, then I, I'm, I'm for that. You know what I'm saying? Because, exactly, you know, exactly, man. So that's just that's what I'm feeling right now, too, because, like I said, man, I don't even, I, I, I haven't, I can't smoke like that where I'm at because basically, um, it's just uncomfortable in the environment. And marijuana is not something to, to do, especially like to oh, I'm feeling messed up today. I want to smoke a blunt. Marijuana right. is, is, is 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 recreational, man. It's something that like yo, I'm on the top of this mountain right now. I want to smoke this blunt, man. <laughs> and yeah, you know I mean to just it, it's yeah. expanding. Yeah. It's for your consciousness. It's for the, the inner person, man. It's for in a interpersonal, it's some good man. That's that's what drives me sometimes. Is, you know, I just want to you know smoke my weed, man, and just feel that feeling like yo, everything is all right. I mean, and that's how I felt like when when I was smoking the bud. Every time I would light up a blunt, I felt like regardless of the shit that was going on, I felt all right. But it was because I was I was. It was it was not it was an illusion, an illusion. Everything was alright. It's just that you got to keep things in this society. You got to keep things in perspective. If, if if I was on say I was on a farm, I could smoke a blunt, doing everything. I mean, while I'm picking, while I'm while I'm planting seeds and doing all that, I could smoke blunts doing the 24 hours. But it's like you got to worry about certain things, man. Especially when you want that nine to five thing. So that's why I've always you know, understood the importance of being an entrepreneur. You know, I mean, I, I, I made a promise to myself that I wasn't going to be a wage slave. I mean, I was doing security since 18. I'm 23 now. So and my security license recently expired. I said, I'm not doing that shit no more. So I, whatever is going to happen is going to happen. I know God's going to make way, but like, I, I just, I'm not going to be no wage slave, man. So the marijuana industry is something that, that should really be looked into, tapped into, because it has a lot of potential, especially for these people that are just looking to to it for, like, I mean, what they could, profits they can make off of it, because people that actually have experience, experience with the quote-unquote uh, herb, I mean, the drug, it's like, um... We know what to do with it, especially as black people. I mean, Hispanics do it too. I mean, white people do it. Everybody smoke weed. Weed, that's, that's, that shit is, excuse my language, uh, pot is famous. It's renowned. The plant is renowned, man. That's something that's very good. And I think they said, if you look it up on Google, man, I know it has over 100 purposes. I mean, so not only being able to make gasoline out of it should be enough. I mean, so that could be the, the 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 base for any economy, any economy, and start any economy. And it's green, it's a plant. So 
So all these pretty girls, yo, I got to chill. Like you said, you're using it as right proportion, man, for that for the appropriate reasons, family. I'm telling you, it, it could be something that can be um, quite useful to us in so many ways that it's, it's incredible. But we have to like just like anything else. We have to tell you this is not right just thing. talk, bro. Yo, this is the this is not just talk, man. We're not talking about it. This, this is this is this is it. Like Michael Jackson, every time he said, "I I would get chills." Man, this is it, man. Like yo, this is it. I don't know what people were seeing, man. I don't know if they really think that these people was gonna Yeah, I mean they they don't you know, they 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 got a weird mentality, man, and it's not even you you could listen to all these forums and shit like that. It's not only black people that's complaining about what's going on, man. It's white people that's saying, Yo, for the sake of all of us, please y'all niggas need to wake up now, man. 'Cause these they they, they have the inside View on what's going on, man. The people that's in power, they don't, they, they, they have no computer simulation for what it is to be in the ghetto. So they, they completely disconnected. They see this shit like it's filthy, yo. These, these are animals and rodents. We just need to get rid of everything. You know what I mean? They, they don't care, but they against the ropes right now because everything they doing is not working. So if they trying to default this shit, man. Basically, it's not it's not gonna happen because there's a lot of people that have been through certain situations, not only economic situations, basically veterans, all types of people that are understanding of what's going on, but they need that commonality, man. And like you know, what I mean, that's 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 just that's just another thing that will be able to to bring people to that realization that this is actually something that's feasible. I mean, growing pot, anybody could do that. <laughs> that's, 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 went down that made a bad thing. But so people there's certain people that won't be able to deal with it, deal with it, you know, whether their own work or off work. But from our perspective, which for me, because I am African American, from my perspective and for what happens for me and for my future generations, I just want to see some truck of independent business things and can take this thing to another level on because the bottom line is that this this the alleged and I would say the alleged comment right, because I still say that we're the most powerful people on the planet. We just haven't learned how to organize and get our stuff together. Not for overthrow, but just for coexistence on a meaningful level. We can figure out how to quit tearing each other down and doing dumb shit, we would actually be a lot more strong than we are. But the 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 alleged dominant society is not going to look out. For for anybody of the brown skin persuasion, I'm gonna just yeah our our ass and get our act together because see, like you said, we do things to ourselves at all. That's right, man. And I'm gonna just be straight up. Uh, I'm looking at the purposes of a hemp right now. Um, well, basically, I, on Wikipedia, it shows you only like five uses: um, hemp oil, wax, resin, rope, clothing, pulp, paper, and 
fuel. That's interesting that they basically they put, they put that in there because I wouldn't expect them to want people to know that type of information. But I know it has over a hundred purposes for it. And basically, right. um, yeah, man, two. This is two things that's gonna happen. Um, they they got the best way I can describe it is all right. We know left and we know right. You know, um, we know do and we know don't. You know I mean. And it's two possible, probable scenarios that's what's good, that could happen. And I remember I was talking about that parallel reality thing. They, they, they manifest in the reality that they want to see. They want to see people stupid. They want to see or say these things and, and see it happen. Like, these, this is not based on any fact. This is just their assumption off of a mirroring that shit onto people, and we just feeding it into the lie. I mean, and it's not the factual at all. Um um yeah, so what two things one thing is gonna happen. Either we gonna do it and and we're gonna stop talking about it and we're gonna do it, which is just just one, two, three. It's like that. I mean, like I like to say it only takes one person, one person to change the whole world. I mean, every individual contributes to their community. To the, you know, to the grace of God, it's not just one person. So you don't got to put that much strain on yourself. But as many people that would be able to be willing to contribute to something that, you know, they see is growing, they see is moving, and they want to help legitimately. And basically, um, yeah, then the other thing is, even we don't make it, we gonna push it. We gonna make it work, or they gonna do it for 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 you. And, and they not you. People not gonna like the way they do shit. All right, I'm telling you right now, cause either way, basically, since every fuck it, man, the guy's gonna have to come out the bag eventually. At the age of seventeen, man, when I first started smoking, but I knew it, man. I just that's when I started seeing shit. I'm like, yo, I need a place where I could chill and and just try to like try to like. You know, just wait this shit out a little bit and just try to, like, contemplate, you know what I mean, from 17, you know what I mean? And I just, you know, walk, come walking around acting stupid and all that shit, just fucking around with everybody, like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But at the same time, I'm telling them, like, yo, listen, this is what's going to happen, this and this and this and this. This is what they trying to do. But niggas is looking at me, excuse me, a gentleman uh, was saying things like, what, what are we going to do about it? Like, what, like I mean... We already know this stuff, what we're going to do. But I couldn't understand what they were saying. And basically what they were saying was, you know, they have the, you know, the information they equip, but it's like it's so much one person is up against. You know what I mean? So it's like unless you got a plan or some type of strategy, it's, it's, it's difficult. And it's like I had to understand it for myself because I was like, I can do anything. <laughs> I was very naive, man. <laughs> I went through some shit. And I was like, all right, well, it's a little bit diff- it's a little bit harder than I think. I mean, and it's not at all. But you you need people. You need help. Everybody need every, everybody need help. And basically, what I was talking about. Oh yeah, man. Like, so I was like, yeah. Let me just try to like see what's going on, man. And that's you know I play my role and stuff like that. And it came into interact. Oh man, I should have said it straight up. I guess that's how it's supposed to be. Cause oh man, basically, nah. It's cause 
uh, there's a lot of distractions in my environment basically. I'm looking out the window and shit stuff. But um and I I played my role, man. I was just I'm just I'm just, I was looking at stuff, watching the TV, how these people talk, and and just doing research on certain things and trying to figure out how to I don't know because I'm 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 talking about it in advance, so I'm trying to say it from the way I was looking at it from when I was 17, and it was just it was real, it was real, it was real, real. But anyway, so. And hey. you know, I just I I, I got an insight into the, the the way things are. I'm way off topic, but all this stuff got to do with marijuana because it, it it was when I first started smoking a blunt, man. That, that's when all that stuff uh, started looking at stuff like that. But basically, all, you know, it's like if they was able to do 9/11, yeah, you know I mean, and or whatever 9/11 happened before people's eyes. Uh, you know, what, what else would they are they willing to do? So that's how I was looking at it. I mean, so I I I, I was like, let me just chill. I was smoking weed, just smoking weed and reading books and and on the computer smoking weed, smoking weed, and basically uh, the the weed part that that didn't really have much to do with it, but um. They kind of forgot. They was just like, fuck it, we could do whatever because ain't nobody, nobody ain't looking. <laughs> ain't nobody yeah. watching. And they was just running chop, man, making all these laws, doing all these things, and doing all kind of crazy shit. And then it was like at a certain point, they just bumped into a brick wall. I remember, yo, man. Bring my boy in real quick. We'll bring our boy yeah. in real quick from Seattle on the thing. Mr. Sugar Ray Robinson going down. Hey, what's up, man? What's happening? What's happening, guys? What's happening? Hey, Mr. Ray. Hey, what's up? What's up? All right. What's talking about your favorite subject tonight, bro? Huh? What's about your favorite subject tonight? You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Well, it's not, favorite, it's not it's not my favorite subject, man, but it's 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 one of the subjects. <laughs> you already know. Yes, yes, yes. Well, you know, we we enter the night with that black love, but of course we ask him the question, man, you know what I'm saying? Well uh well legal weed, you know what I'm saying, means money for black folks. What do you think about that topic tonight? Will it be for black folks, man? Only thing I can say is, man, on that level is, man, it depends, man, because right now, it's that situation suspect, man, because I don't know how many guys who've been locked up for marijuana or whatever. I don't know if they're free yet. And then at the same time, I don't know how well in the industry is it doing for us, man, because at the same time up here, they're legalizing it in states that that are basically the population is not that it's not that many of us. But at the same time I think that people need to understand, man, that that there's different things in this game. I got a bad I got a real bad echo right now. I don't know what that is. I'll have two apparatuses working at once, yeah. Yeah, okay, I think we are right now. Yeah, and see the thing is, man, it's like 
it's like, man, those guys, man, they, I, you know, I talk to people and they got up here in Washington State, you know, where it is supposedly legal. But there's a lot of different things about it, man, because there's a lot of complications, a lot of stuff that's going on. But if I go to every spot in here and I look at every spot, it's ran by white folks. You know, we right. don't we we don't have no hands in it. Mm-hmm. So I'm th- so I was thinking to myself, let me try to go the route, let me try to see what I can do. So what I've done, man, I took up this online marijuana school. You know, just to get the knowledge of it and just understand about, you know, maybe being a bud tender or maybe being a certified grower, you know, all the different things that go with it. You know, even a cook, man, because they got cannabis cooking and stuff. They got all kind of extractions and different things going on with it. But it's, it's, uh, I don't see how it benefiting us so far. You know what I'm saying? Because, see, the thing about it, what people don't know is, though, way back in the day, when they were saying that it was legal and legal and legal, they were saying that it was a it was a drug that we smoked. They they said it was something that we was always high on. They I mean you can look it up, look in your history. They used to talk about us real bad. They used to say that marijuana that we used to always be under the influence. You know, when we got free we're about nineteen ninety or nineteen thirty or whatever, I think nineteen thirties or whatever. And they right. basically came off and they were disrespecting us real bad, man, saying about marijuana this, marijuana that they was talking about all the bad stuff. So what I'm saying is, though, is that that marijuana and all that stuff, man, if you look back, man, it was some stuff that we basically already knew and already had knowledge of. Right now, they just now legalize it, and they still don't even know. They they know, but they don't want to explore it. They don't want the people to know. They want to kind of like see how they can get money out of it. While they were too busy locking us up or petty stuff like that, it's funny how they lock us up so something they call so so petty and they call it so bad. But right now, all of a sudden, they want to legalize it. So the benefit of it is kind of up in the air for us. Because man, it's like you saying you want to make. Um, excuse me. It's like it's like saying a person wants to make broccoli illegal, and that's what the, <laughs> that's what he. He came to the conclusion with like, like, like the man was saying, you know, um, you, you don't want to have somebody flying an airplane smoking pot or driving a train smoking pot. Neither would you want to have them drinking beer, smoking uh, behind um uh, airplane or, or behind a uh, train, or whatever. You know what I mean? So that's just something that needs to be put into perspective, man. and just like. Up to recent, these were the same things. It's the same that was going on, man. People just running, chopping, and thinking they could do whatever to anybody. You know, and every now and then you could still, you could look on the computer and see a video where these just these white cops shit out of some person. And I, I, you got this myth or this rumor about a police state and all this other stuff like that. And that's what it is. Yeah. Well, Sugar Ray, I, I, yeah, I, I was just kind of wondering because, well, wherever he even popped up, he, he didn't hop off the wire. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be back in a minute. I was going to run him through a series of, of questions that we had because they're definitely, it's definitely one of those kind of things, family, where, you know what I'm saying, 
you, 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 I like the way your perspective works because you, you're saying that you don't really want to, you know what I'm saying? Uh-oh, what happened? What happened here? Who are you too? Something happened. Hopefully they'll call back here. You know what? We're going to take a quick commercial break. You know what I'm saying? Play a little something smooth for y'all while I find out what happened to the guests. I don't know what happened. Some something went down. We we still we still we still alive. So so that so that that's that's a, that's a good thing. And uh, like I said before, we'll get it all figured out in, in, in the mix. Oh, there, there we're back. There we're back. We're back there. So I'm, I'm gonna hit y'all off with something. And when we return, we're gonna ask more questions and answer time, answer more factoids and. You know what I'm saying? We're just going to generally kick it when we get back. My man my man from uh, New York, we'll, we'll catch you on, on, on the way back. Something happened on the line that I think they cut y'all off, but we'll be right back. Yeah. About to put it to him. Some ghetto slick shit. <laughs> Tell me you love me, baby, but what's that all about? 
it's not exactly a Rocky Mountain high, but it sure is. It's a trilogy, you know what I'm saying? It's a trilogy for real. And with things going the way they are, man, uh, weed prices have been plummeting because they got all these dispensaries out here. Were you located at exactly? I'm, I'm over here in Portland, Oregon. I'm, I'm from Chicago. You know what I'm saying? I moved out here a while back. And, uh, man, you know, beautiful mountain views, you know what I'm saying? From the shop. Yeah, man. You were there. All right. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Just getting in and... You know what I'm saying? Glad to be on deck, man. Glad to be able to do whatever as we do every night. You know what I'm saying? Getting in, letting them know that we still care about the whole situation. And uh, man, you know this, this marijuana thing, man. It's a huge story by itself, man. Because you know what I'm saying? A, a lot of people don't realize if you're smart about this thing, and if you, as they say, if you're on your toes, you can actually get in here and really benefit off this situation with this. With this, uh, you know what I'm saying, with this uh, Mary Jane thing, man. I mean, you know, uh, I know that a lot of a lot of the, uh, you know what I'm saying, alleged dominant society is into it, but at the same time, I think that with a little bit of patience and, like you said a little while ago, you, you, you phrased it just right. If we just use a little bit of smarts about our program, you know what I'm saying, and concentrate on, on, uh, on what you're doing, you could actually get in get in where you fit in, and, uh, you know what I'm saying, make this shit happen. I mean, seriously, you can, you, can, you know, pop it real well, you know, maybe, you know, for training, you know, maybe go work for a dispensary for a minute. See, I mean, that's, that's, that's if, my, if I may interject on that, it, I'm, I'm going to be honest, too, man. This, if, if you really want to know the implications of this, this is the first industry in a long time that black people can get in and own it. It's it's pure. It's totally organic, and it can be produced in mass. You know what I mean quantities because it's not like we going to try to find rubber or we going to pick cotton, or we got to, we digging for gold, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a, you know what I mean? So this is something, if it's done, like you said, if it's done intelligently and properly and in the right manner, this is something that could, that could, that could really be an, an eye-opener. You know what? You know, it's the way about that, man, it's the way about a good inside track mentally on where to get it, get it in, where you can fit in on, on on a too short level. You know what I'm saying? What you what you think about what my man saying right here, Sugar? Right? What's that? What, what did I, I didn't get clearly exactly what he said. What he said about it, it's a great industry to get in. Yeah, man. What I was saying is, you know, basically with the the the, um, the hemp is organic. Cool. So it's something that can be produced easily in mass quantities, very abundantly and quickly. It's not right. like, you know, um, plastic or rubber, things that we have to mine for or pick, like cotton or anything like that. Even though cotton is organic, is is, a, is an industry that can, uh, but cotton can only go so far. Well, from the way they, they, they use it, I mean, but pot has a lot of, you know, um, 
supporters to it. I mean, people right, that right. use it recreationally and its medicinal purposes. White, yeah, black, Chinese, so yeah. it's, it's 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 some that because especially, you know, Bob Marley was um a, a big supporter of pot, so it's something that could be used for, for black people, man. Like my Bob Marley is black. <laughs> I think his mom was white or something like that, but he's black. Shit, they're not gonna dig everything, man. Shit. Claim, trying to claim, claim this and claim that, but I mean, you can't be. You know what I mean, yeah, yeah, they just doing what they know how to do as business, man. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm about that. Yeah, the marijuana, man. You, you can you can do well about it, man. The thing about it, what I try to tell a lot of dudes is, man, is that you know there's different levels to this game, man. To to marijuana, because think about it, man. The people have to understand that. You know, marijuana, man, is like there's so many different kinds of marijuana. That's one thing a lot of people don't know. Because everybody's thinking about getting high, and that's it, and that's all they think about. But they don't understand that it's a medication. It's, it's a situation to where it it can benefit in so many different ways, and they have so many different ways of using it. Like, say, for instance, like if you so happen don't like smoking stuff, you also can do it by eating it, or if not that, if you don't want to eat it, they have oils and stuff that you can use that help your skin and things like that. And also at the same time, they have a a, a vaporizer that doesn't vaporize your whole entire place, man. They basically relax. So when people come in your place after a stressful day, they will come into a relaxation mode with them in your house and be on some chill status. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the yeah, uh-huh. so you get you get some. Oh man, yeah, that's some good stuff, man. Because a lot, and and see the thing about it, one thing that guys that that dudes need to understand is is though is that when I say it's different levels to this game is is that when people say, oh man, we can dispense your old breed legalized. Well, that's great, man. But the thing about it is though, it's not like you can go just run to a damn store and say, hey man, just, I want some weed. You can't do it like that, man. That's not the type of way of doing it because this is a profession. This is a professional type of way of doing it. And see, the thing about it, man, it was hurting a lot of blacks, man, hurting us a lot, is that they're trying to figure out laws on how to do it, and they're still controlling all the situation, which is fine. But we can get in that industry and we can control ourselves. And the thing we could do about it is, we can get we can specialize in having certain parts certain certain uh we have to get certain fields, certain space, certain land to where we can be able to harvest and grow it, or certain people that may be able to grow it in certain houses and stuff like that, and then having growers, we need to have the distributors, we need to have uh uh, uh the buyers, the dispensaries. And the customers, the customers are going to come, but the customers need to be re-educated on how to deal with it and what to deal with it for because there's two different stages of it. It's the Steva and it's the Indica. And it's something to get you hyped and something to get you relaxed. But you have to get it for different things, like different grams and all, so they break it all down because think about it. You have to come up there and you just can't up there. You can't just come up there 
and just say, I want some weed. You have to basically come out there and say, I like to have uh, cannabis sativa. Uh, or if I'm having a problem with sleeping or whatever, I want the indica or whatever, you know, some type of stuff like that. And then after you say that, there's different, different uh, uh, strains of it, different types, you know, different names, different grams, you know, different stuff like that. You know, different strains. If you're in with something that's really strong, something that's really moderate, something that's really, you know, different things like that, you know. And then you have the edibles. There's so many different ways to it, but it's just, it's just that the problem is, man, is that people need to, need to educate themselves and understand that this is more than just a party thing. I mean, weed is great, but that part of just to have it, just to kick it, you need to take it to another level of the medication of it, the educational part of it, so you can do it to the point where it's not, so you can get the full impact of it. See, the blunts and stuff like that, I, would, I wouldn't necessarily do blunts, man, because the reason why blunts is a problem is because if blunts, you, 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 I mean, the wrapping and everything like that, and also at the same time, you know, sometimes it relates to tobacco and all that kind of stuff, so you're not really getting what you need, and people think, oh, well, I'm, I'm, just, I'm still getting high. Well, it's not about getting high. If that's what you want. You can get high off anything. I mean, shit, you sit around watching news all day, and you get high off watching TV. I mean, seriously. <laughs> I mean, seriously. But what I'm trying to say is, though, is that to actually be medicated for whatever, like if you got pain or some aches or type of situation that's bothering you or you have sleeping problems or you snore or you have... Any fucking thing that's a problem, tell me, man, marijuana would do something good for you. You have an eating problem. You smoke, some, you smoke the right marijuana, man. It will get you. It will fix all that. And that's what, it's real shit, man. You're right, Mister 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 Robinson. You're right, man. Basically, it could um. Excuse me, the marijuana could be, you could rub it on your skin too, man, and mm-hmm. all that. So, and there's a lot of people that, that either have suffered from chronic joint pain and stuff like that, and they could use it for that. But the way it's being portrayed and it's being withheld from the public, that's when you get into the realm of a whole different topic, man. So the implications of what needs to happen is, is right in front of our faces because you can't, I mean, um, man, you can't just force everybody to do pharmaceuticals because that shouldn't, it don't work for everybody. Right, right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, um, I, I really personally believe it's a, I think it's a great business. I think it's an opportunity um, if you, if if I would, if I would advise any person out there that wants to get into it, is educate yourself on it, look into it, study it, and get to the point where you know a lot of it. And the best way to do it is to get in the industry. And people say, well, how do you get in the industry? Well, one of the first things to do is is Basically, educate yourself on the dispensary that you regularly go to. Get casual, get cool with the guys, and conversate with them. But the thing is, if you want to talk to them, is you want to say, hey, man, I want to be a bud tender. Not a bartender, a bud tender. And the thing about it is, oh, okay. Well, we have that. 
and the thing about it is you gotta you, you gotta you gotta share your knowledge of it. And when you have your knowledge of it, and they're gonna be over like, Well, you know a lot about this. And you know about the laws and stuff, you can have an opportunity to be a bud tender. So when you get behind that situation of being a bud tender, you in and then from there that's when everything else starts to set in. You'll you'll learn everything. You'll learn all about the names, the titles. You you can you can get they got apps out right now that you can go in and apps you can go in and look at apps and things like that. You probably look at it and be like, it'd be overwhelming, but you have to understand. Same thing on a bartender. It's overwhelming as a bartender because all those drinks when you try to study for a bartender. Think about this. You can familiarize yourself by learning whatever you can, but keep this on your mind. The customer doesn't know shit, <laughs> so when they come in there. You already have to jump on them. You don't have to know all of it. You just learn as you go. And as time put in, it, it all it all marinates in your mind. You start to learn it. And <laughs> then from there, then from there you go to be a grower and everything else. And the next thing you know, you own your own dispensary, man. That's when you're doing your thing. You know, and that's the business. And that's when you can hire your own black and make it black business, man, and get to the point where that's when that's when you start to do. That's when you have some power, man. Because education on this shit is big. Yeah, man, that's that's a big part of it. But also another part of it is having good business partners, man. A good business partner. I mean, that's what it is, man. But yeah, I, I, I recently I had to learn about that too, man. Endocrine sativa. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know about all that, so. Education is a huge part when it's uh, talk, talking about uh, marijuana use. Yeah, yep, it, 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 it's, it is, man. You know, it is, man. But that's some, that's some brothers out there that do it, man. But it's like me, man. I'm just right now, I'm just a sponge, man. I'm absorbing all this juice, man. I'm trying to get all this, man. I can learn. So, I, so when we have a conversation on any level, I want to know it. If I don't know it, I will tell somebody, because if I don't know something, I don't know it. But I'm still learning, too. Off the opportunities, I'll be The legal aspect is what it is, man. You got to have the footwork, too, man, foot soldiers and all that, because, man, at the rate that stuff, we moving at a rate where we, we have to basically catch up Pass and win. I mean, win is a relative term. I don't like using winning and losing. Oh man, <laughs> everything, man. The absolute is what it is. But it's like that's how it is on this linear frame of the way we perceive things. Yeah, you know I mean, and it's like that's what needs to happen right now, man. Because got to take him. The 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 time it takes to grow the stuff. Yeah. So that's amazing, Cheryl. Yeah. You can't get an answer to some of the initial questions that I was gonna ask. You know, and that was uh, what the type of opportunities that can be derived from the industry. And you you answered all those things. That's uh, that's amazing that you could do that. I guess another question I would ask is, will this new money? Uh, Mean extended opportunity for independent black enterprise. Man, I think that man. Listen, <laughs> you know, 
is is a is a myth. The way they use all these, they, they say, okay, man, or oh, we need a stimulus package for this and that, the infrastructure for roads. Black people don't need no roads. We don't need no. <laughs> we don't need no bridges and none of that shit. And what black people need is a is a, a boost, man, a jump start, a kick start. What it would do, man, basically, it would just it would bring a whole nother realm of possibility and probability for a a dwindling situation, as in clothes. Bill, um, giving cheap clothes, we'll be able to donate clothes. You'll be able to do a whole bunch of things with 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 making different types of fashion styles and statements. Um, the the fuel thing is is possibly gonna have to be used in a different context because with that, then you you have to com- a person has to compete with the oil industry, and once you dip into the oil industry's pockets, then it is a, it's, it's something else. That's when they want to come against you with campaigns and shit. So as long as it's kept in perspective, man, it's, it's to enrich the black community. It cannot, no one can stand against that because that is what needs to happen. We need, and they, you know, it's like you're basically going to tell a person, well, no, you can't enrich you, you can't, you can't develop yourself. And that's not going to happen because I'm black. Ain't nobody going to tell me that I can't learn. I mean, you ain't gonna. Oh, I, you, I'm not. I, I, you know, I'm. Gonna, we're gonna withhold these funds from you because we can, or whatever they're gonna say, man. Or the, the, whatever reasons, not allowing that type of development to take place. But like uh, the gentleman, Mr. Robinson said, education is a key point. The reason why a person is able to take a stance in that manner is because of having that power, that knowledge and understanding of certain things, not only business laws, but natural laws as well. Because in most contexts, the natural law trumps business law, man, but they know some loopholes and stuff they be talking about. So it's only fair. But, yeah, man, as far as, you know, bringing jobs to the black community, that would be very uplifting because, yeah. It has many implications. Imagine that, man. You start up a whole new, um, like a f- footlocker franchise just off of, of, of a hemp uh, product. I mean, uh, yeah, you can, man. It, it's 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 doable. It, it doesn't t- it doesn't take that long. The first yield, if if this project was to start beginning of August, say August first, the first yield of crops within six to seven months. The first yield of crops would begin to be happening within January, and when you're dealing with that, that that's the first quarter, first quarter of January. When you're dealing within that realm of of finance, it's mass production. So when January comes, your crop is ready. You're ready. I mean, and then February, March, April, depending on how a person markets themselves, by April. Second quarter, springtime, come around again. You ready? You ready for that whole new wave, man? That new wave. But in the meantime, it's all about development. That 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 first wave that comes out uh, of oils, medicinals, soaps, 
uh, ropes or whatever, I mean, and jeans, that's all one wave of it. The second wave will be the sativas, the different strains. Then you have people that's in the industry that's going to gravitate towards that. They want to help branch your business out even more. But this has to happen at a rapid pace. That it takes a determination and a certain seriousness about that. Got to be, you know, real serious about it. This is not something, I mean, it's not a passive thing. I mean, again, man, it's competition, but there's no competition. But you are your only opposition. <laughs> yeah, man. That, that of course, leads into the next one, uh, Sugar Ray, as well as Drew. Will the alleged dominant society allow us to benefit with this without impunity? And, you know, they do it for roadblocks, but they have, they wrote the book on roadblocks. Do you think they'll actually let us get into this thing as the independent? Because our whole goal here is to become independent businessmen. Do you think that alleged dominant society allow us to uh, get in and run this thing independently on our own without getting a thing? That's a legitimate question that I ask myself almost all the time. But like I said, man, this is a pivotal time right now where they don't have a choice. They can't they can't force this this hand this time because this is something that is out of their control. You know what I mean, as far as the way certain things work and operate. Because there's many aspects of society that they can't control, but this marijuana thing, they've done research. There's there's research on both sides to prove that not only is the pot, uh, the hemp um, had not only does it have recreational properties, but it's it 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 it's it, 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 it beneficial to the well-being of a person. So if you want to have constructive members of your society, you you, you should be able to allow them to, to have access to things that make them feel better and want to work, you know, and and do things for themselves. So that's 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 this is not even an arguable topic. The 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 the, the, the most the thing that you have to uh, concentrate on is the strengths and, and, and weaknesses of the product. And the only weakness that this product has, which is none, but one of relevance uh, of concern, one 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 thing of concern to be weary about is the, the stigmatism or the stereotype that is the plant has taken up because of the misunderstanding of of how it's used. I mean, and that can easily yeah. be defended. That's something that can easily be defended. I mean, and it doesn't even have to because you don't want to go down that route. You just want to do something. You want to do it right with all the legal things and let it be a success. And when it's a success, then that's when they're going to try to come and buy it out like Facebook and all the other stuff. But this is something that needs to, to be taken into consideration because it's, it's, it's not like it's, it's an industry that's not already... Um, I don't want to get too crazy on it, man. But it's not like it's a, not an industry that's already it's booming, man. It's marijuana is booming. Um, basically, this is something that black people could take for themselves, man. And not to say it like that, not only black people, but by benefiting ourselves, we also help contribute to the society. You know, bettering ourselves, bettering our property values, and all that kind of stuff like that. Like you said, doing something we love to do. 
That makes a lot of sense. Well, Sugar Ray. I asked, yeah. I asked for that earlier, and and uh, it's it's a it's a valid question. Do you okay. think that the people that were arrested for pot sales should be released in the states where they're making this stuff legal? Because it's kind of hypocritical to keep people uh, in, even though it wasn't going on during the time. Isn't it kind of silly and hypocritical to have people busted for something that you're now making legal? Yeah, it's it's it, man. To be honest with you, man, I think if they, I think everybody should be legal. I mean, um, free when it comes to that. If it's because you know, if it's see, what I don't understand, man. When I, that's why I kind of turn me off about these laws about that and the government how they do things. See, why is it like I'm in Washington and it's free? I mean, it's legal. Somewhere is legal because I mean you can walk down the street and smoke weed down here. I mean, cop pull you over. I mean he ain't gonna waste his time. I mean what are you gonna do? Give you a twenty-seven dollar fine? I mean please. I mean that's it. That's it. I'm twenty-seven dollar fine. But what I'm trying to say is here in Washington State it's legal, but you go down to like Louisiana or somewhere else like that, it's illegal. And that's a problem, me man. Because the thing why I say it's a problem. I thought we were the United States. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where's the unity in that? Because so they should all be free. You know I mean? It should be to say, hey, right now it's, it's legal in one state, so it should be free in all states. And that's, it's, kind of, it's kind of backwards, and that shows you how stupid they are. They don't know how to do it, and they don't know what to do. Even here in Washington, they still don't know how to – they still don't know what to – Legalize what the, they don't know what they still don't know what they're doing. They 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 still trying to figure out how they can get money off of it, and it's and it's ridiculous, man. But the thing about it though is that there's they're they're messing with it and they're, they're toying with it. But what they don't understand is is that they should just let it be and just let it go because for one, people gonna do what they're gonna do. That's not even a problem, man, because it's not hurting nobody. I mean, if your doctor tells you to go and take this because it, because it's alien, your your arms are hurting, or they're talking about this can help out with cancer, then why why waste your time on trying to battle with it? You know, I don't understand that, man. Let me let me read a little something to you that I read to uh, Drew earlier, and and it's a story by a young lady named April Taylor. And it's and it's, it's it's through Financial Juneteenth uh, that comes out. It's uh, I gotta send you the link for them. It's Financial Juneteenth, and it's it's uh, you know breaking the chains of financial slavery is the subtitle for the page. And what it says is it says marijuana leads to prison time for blacks and financial mm-hmm. gain rights. It said throughout the produce okay throughout a truth out. Truth Out is producing a series of radio documentary episodes around the racial disparities perpetuated in California's growing. Largely white-owned marijuana industry and thousands of minorities are serving time for marijuana-related incidents. He said the series, A Bitter Harvest Reviews, and probably could get it on YouTube, but A Bitter Harvest Reviews, Michelle Alexander's The New Jim Crow, Mass incarceration in the age of colorblindness 
through a filter of California's marijuana industry. These two systems create a different experience for white and black Americans. As Truth Out points out, marijuana is the single largest agricultural commodity in California and its primary vehicle for the war on drugs racialized arrest and incarceration system, which has our presence bursting at the seams. According to the ACLU, half of all drug arrests in the United States, which is what you were just saying, right, with a total of 8.2 million people arrested between 2001 and 2010, 80% of these arrests were for simple possession. Willies or nothing like that, just simply having it on you. The fact that so many people are arrested for a drug that is becoming legal in an increasing number of states is asinine. But what is unnerving is how disproportionately African Americans are affected by such an asinine policy. Although black and white Americans have similar rates of marijuana usage, blacks are 3.73 times more likely to be arrested than whites for marijuana. This domination of the legal marijuana industry with whites only serves to perpetuate a system of bigotry. And so in other words, you know, you know, and it, just the, I could have just read the title and just had it over with. I, I wanted to put those extra stats in there, but it, it, it's true. you got a lot of abuse and, and people got a lot of family in jail for, for just simply, ha, you know, having the butt. I mean, even if it was an ounce or whatever, I mean, it's not like, like I say, if you, if you want to punish somebody, let, or, or restrict somebody, maybe not the punishment, but restrict somebody, let it be somebody like an airplane pilot or an engineer on an Amtrak train or something like that because you have people's lives in your hands. If you just a simple run-of-the-mill dude going, and going to school or doing your fizzle or whatever uh, or working somewhere, you shouldn't really go through this type of, you know, judicial thing. And I've seen people with cocaine uh, 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 possession charges to get less time than that and, and, and meth and everything else. Far worse things. But, but what do you think about that? I, I mean, here again, this, this, it goes back to the question do you think these people that have been arrested like that, do you think they ought to be released? Oh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. They should be released. I mean, at the same time, that's the thing. They shouldn't even, have no, they shouldn't even be on their record. But the thing about it, that's the question because they do release them. I want to know that is is it, it's the only record. I'm, that's a good question because I want to. I'm about to ask a few people around here. Uh, there's somebody around here who has um, that on their record, a felony or something like that, because they use that man to hold people back, man. And that's a lot. That's a that's a that's a slap in the face, man. Just think about it, man. Have you been through so much, man? You've been going through so much. You got this on your record as a your felony, a felon, because you can't, because you have because of marijuana, and you can't get a job for years. You couldn't make money for years. You couldn't get nothing for years because of this felony on your record is all due to marijuana. And all of a sudden, it's legalized. That's a that's a slap, man. That's a diss. And you know how you and you know who get the butt of that diss? Who get really fucked up because of that? It's because black people get messed over there. You know, Hispanic people get messed over there. Poor people get messed over there because people smoke weed. Because a lot of people smoke it because they're going through some stress. They're going through some shit, man. They want to they just to take them away. And a lot of people have misconceptions, man. I hear a lot of people saying, "Oh, man." 
it burns brain cells and all that. I hear a lot of people say a lot of different things, and people just don't have a just don't have an understanding of what it is. Straight up. And uh, yeah, they should be free. Get out of jail. You know, when they get out of jail here in Oregon, even though they haven't even legalized it yet, they're saying that they won't be allowed. Think of Washington too. They won't be allowed to to work with marijuana because they won't be jailed for it. Now wait a minute. If it's legalized and they got out of jail, they served their time and paid their dues, and when the rules of engagement change once they get out of jail, why the hell should they still be under that legal hammer? I don't understand that. That doesn't make that doesn't make any sense to me. You know, I mean, that's that's that's, that's crazy. Yeah, it's very crazy, man. It's very crazy. I'm going to find some information for you. I'm going to trip you out. Go ahead. I'm going to find some right now. I'm going to trip you guys out. But, yeah, man, that, that, that situation is crazy, man. Yeah. Now, now this, this this is one that you already told us. Go ahead. Now, I'm, I'm gonna say this to you right quick. If you get, I want, to, I want you, I want to say this to you. Yeah, guys. I want to. With no court, I'm thinking like, yeah, I mean, I was. I, I mean. In, hello. I'm still here. Yeah, I want to say it, in in Utah. I want to say this right quick if you if you have time, man. In Utah, man. In Utah, children. Are taking cannabis oil to Capitol Hill, man. They they going to talk about it because they have a situation in Utah where the children, and the parents, begun a crusade, man, for the use of cannabis oil to treat kids with uh, epilepsy. In total, three Utah, three in total, three Utah doctors have uh, proclaimed the utmost support for the oil as medical treatment. For suffering children See what I'm saying See There's things that this stuff do It's the oil When people don't know man It's the oil man There's so much that goes on With this stuff man You can't You can't. In other words man To actually make clothing And stuff like that You have to have hemp Hemp is part of You have to be underwear Cotton whatever It's hemp And all that kind of stuff man It's hemp and, and 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 everything, man. It's 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 the fabric of America, man. Paper you use, paper, man. I mean, a lot of stuff you use writing and stuff on in schools is made out of hemp, man. You know what I'm saying? And so you have to understand, man, that it's been going on a long time, and they know that, man. But they still lock people up for smoking something that not even you could be addicted to, nothing that could really have no trace of killing or. or Anything foul about it, that's people lock you up for that. But now they want to legalize it. See how dumb they are. <laughs> up, I mean, that's a, that's, a, that's a legitimate topic to bring up when 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 the time comes for that because it's like first we need some type of. I mean, uh, as people, we need some type of of, of financial standards first to even come to the to the. the the forefront to be like and to, to say and represent ourselves and say like yo, which I that was wrong. In accordance with slavery and other things that happened, I mean, that's wrong. I mean and it's like like I said, man, just like one 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 step at a time. One step at a time. 
Yeah, you know, we just, we, you know, the thing is, man, is just, it's just basically, man, just schooling yourself, man, grooming yourself, teaching yourself, and uh, just get your game tight, man, and be able to go in there and talk to these people. Because the thing about it, worse than anything, is, man, be able to talk to so you can't can't talk to nobody about marijuana if you don't know about it. Because uh, I guarantee right now, man, that you can go to any, no, I can't say any, and I can't say every either, but you can go to a lot of people out there, man, and talk marijuana to them. They have no idea about a lot of things because all they can do is smoke weed. They don't know what they're smoking. All they know is they're smoking weed. <laughs> They don't know the type of strain. They don't know what they. They don't know if it's sour diesel. They don't know if it's purple Kush. They don't have an idea of what they're doing. They're just smoking. It's laced up or something. They don't. It just. It's just one of those things, man. Education, man. And then, then you don't know the laws, like I just told you, by walking down the street smoking marijuana. People around here don't know that that it, that if a cop to go up to you, he can't do nothing more to you, but give you a twenty-seven dollar fine. He can't do nothing to you. A $27 fine? Come on, please. I'll take that any time. I mean, that's all. But if you think a cop going to waste his time? Really? I mean, seriously. But, I mean, if you're a youngster, that's a different situation. But, I mean, a guy like me, if I'm walking down the street, <clears throat> I can fire up a blunt right there. I'll fire up a smoke out a pipe and be good <laughs> all day because I know my rights. There's a new fit, a great fit for you. Do you think my back is fitting it? Definitely. Also, could you come? That's how they try to cut us off. <laughs> what was that? A little uh, audio uh, just final, man. You know what I'm saying? Maybe Illuminati just like we were talking about. But uh, we're, we're, we're back. <laughs> hey, man. Real good conversation tonight. Real good details on everything. And I guess. Oh, man, there's so much going on in the news tonight. There's so much, you know, I want to get into some of this stuff. I guess we can stay from it before tomorrow. But, um, hmm, I heard a, a, a crazy story today. We're, we're that, that folks, uh, 646-595-3402, that pretty much concludes the uh, the uh, news for today on, uh, on, on the uh, legal weed money. You know, can blacks benefit? Can we get a piece? Can we get a couple of quarters of a dollar? You know, can we make a dollar out of 15 cents? Can we get it in? You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what we're doing right about now. Uh, yes, yes. Yes, we. Yes, we. I'm going to play one quick joint for you, and then when I come back, there's a couple of news stories that I don't know if you guys heard about them or not, but shit gets real crazy real fast, and uh, you guys aren't going to believe some of the stuff that's going on. I don't know if you heard about them or not, but we'll talk about them when we get back. But in the meantime, let me give you a classic real quick, and I'll probably just play one joint this time, because well, you know, we're running low on time, but a little something to go along with tonight as we sit back and uh, chill out and uh, eat on it. Come here, neighbor. 
must tell you, there's nothing like a classic. <laughs> oh, Rick James on him. Woo! Hey, uh, you fellas still out there? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to give about, oh, maybe a 20 or 30 second moment of silence. Uh, it was uh, July 1st, 2005, nine years ago, that on this day, we lost Luther Vandross, probably one of the greatest R&B singers, if not the best R&B singer of all time. So we're going to give him a moment of silence for him. Sugar Ray, I've already slated him into possibly tomorrow night. Maybe nothing else is planned. And maybe doing the artist number two. <clears throat> Last week we did uh, Nazir Jones, you know what I mean? And did a little something for him. I think Luther would probably be a real good shot because there's a lot of material. He had a lot of good music. And I'm sure it generated a lot of children. <laughs> it pretty with some of that. That's the cool old school that we had going right there. So we're going to keep it moving. Somebody's punching so hard, they're making me hungry. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's me, bro. Man, these shits be cracking. Man, these damn shits be cracking. That's what I'm going to the side effects of the Mary Jane to give you the bunch of sick. It's all love. Hey, man. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Girl cracking up with that one now, now here's a little bit of news. This is this is what I call you know our our Black News Hour, and and I think from now on, you know, we always have the Black Love series talking about different things. I think I'm going to start another segment called uh, Black Money because you know when we're talking in terms of things like we were talking tonight. That's kind of a money issue thing for us. And we need, you know, we want to cover everything that covers us and stuff. You know, we we got our own version of a CNN. You know, I'm, I'm almost thinking of opening up a page and calling it the Black CNN so we can report on news a bit for our own stuff. I got a little tidbit here for you guys on this one tonight, where we're talking, you know, Big Boy from Outcast. <laughs> Evidently, Big Boy from Outcast was sitting with his daughter while interviewing uh, with someone. It says here, Big Boy from Outcast calls a black CNN commentator a bitch in front of his daughter. <laughs> so, there's oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. South Post commentator Mark Lamont Hill got the surprise of his life when he found out that the big boy rapper from Outcast didn't take kindly to his criticism of him. Hill had apparently made remarks on his Twitter account that uh, some found disrespectful towards the rapper. In addition, he'll make a mistake of tweeting his comments towards Big Boy, a.k.a. Antoine Andre Patton. On uh, Twitter, he'll ask the question, is Outcast's Big Boy, Chris Bosch, to Andre 3000, LeBron James? He'll also uh, did a Health Post live segment on the very same topic, and the remarks especially controversial uh, 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 with Outcast, 
having a series of challenges over the last couple of years. Big Boy has been working to get under 3,000 back on stage, and get and uh, the group was just able to start making money again last year. So Big Boy didn't appreciate Hill's comments and uh, used the Outcast VT experience to get his revenge. Hill was attending the show uh, with, with his daughter at the time, and in front of his child, Big Boy referred to Mark as a bitch. The internet got one of their remarks, and he was from Boston to follow up, referring to Hill as uh, a the cornball brother on CNN. And, and Hill apologized to Big Boy trying to smooth things over, but the Twitterverse, <laughs> Twitterverse uh, <laughs> uh, can be cruel. And so those have been humiliated, those have been humiliated in public. And Bamani Jones from that uh, sports show that we all know and love, pardon the interruption, I don't like that show. Uh, Mike Wilbon is, is a coward and a cocksucker for talking shit about Floyd Mayweather and won't confront him with his remarks, calling him a coward or not fighting back, yeah. Bamani Jones from ESPN publicly tried to tweet some uh, sense into Hill and told him, if you're on the wrong side of big boy, what do you think? Should scholars and rappers be battling one another in public? Why do you feel it's right to do this at all? So, I mean, that, that's a lesson for you. The two things you don't do is talk crazy to rappers, when they, especially when they're burst on the microphone and, and got bravado or whatever. And the other thing is don't sit up front in a comedy show because they might just start talking about your ass if you sit there. <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And a second tidbit of news for the night: we have uh, um, some some wild stuff again involving you know um, you know outcasts. This time from Andre 3000, and DJ Quick says that Andre 3000 spreaded a rumor that he has AIDS, and that's that is really horribly rough. So there's a lot of ugly rumors that people can spread about one another, but the rumor about a deadly disease is hardly a laughing matter. It's even worse when you really, uh, you know, um, when there are really a lot of men and women carrying this, carrying the virus and don't know even know it. He said, did you ever think about how many friends, you know, you would have uh, had that didn't go to the doctor for more than one or two years? DJ Quick is fighting the rumors. Uh, and has the monster that he claims uh, the rumors were spread by a fellow hip-hop artist, Andre 3000. By the monster, he means the HIV and the AIDS. Quick went on Twitter to tell the, uh, the public personally that the rumors aren't true, and then he threw a little jab at Andre 3000 to making a funny inference uh, to his prior relationship with singer Erica Badu. Andre 3K told his, told his brother... That I was sick, that I was sick, and turned it into DJ Quick got the monster, a big rumor in the Midwest. Thanks, Andre. Uh, Andre Badu Quick said. <laughs> he said Damn. he said that he could have made he could make fun of Andre for disappointing millions of outcast fans for breaking up the group or refusing to go on tour. Since Andre's exit, the group has been in a constant stalemate, not producing any new music or appearances for loyal public. And in, and in the song "Sorry" that uh, he did with the rapper Andre, seemed to be apologizing for freezing under all the big, big lights and, and attention. And maybe um, he should know that these are one of those lifetime opportunities, and things are that other people dream of. 
should not be put to waste. As far as DJ Quick and the AIDS rumor, we hope it's not true, but uh, we had to show that uh, uh, but he may need to show a clean set of results to get people to believe him. DJ Quick, also known as uh, David Marin Blake, is a pioneer of gangster rap. He's been around for 20 years and has offered, uh, you know, a, a million-dollar bonus to sign with the Easy and Death Row Records back in the day. And uh, as far as we know, he's still in the studio producing. That's really kind of horrible considering that a lot of the stuff that Andre 3000 uh, wears and the way he looks a lot of times, that's awful bizarre coming from him when he'd be on some female-looking shit he'd be wearing. So I don't, I don't know that's... That's kind of crazy to hear all that coming out of here. We need to really, you know, slow that thing down. Uh, I sent you something, and I don't have the story here in front of me, Sugar Ray, but I need to have your opinion. What do you think of Dr. Dre giving his son a thumbs down to play him in the in the, uh, in the story of N.W.A.? Um... Giving the thumbs down to, to portray him. Yeah, he told him no. He, he told him he, he, he told him he didn't want him playing him in that movie. And he looks just he looks just like Dre. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. But Dre, I, I just don't really. Dre, I don't really have much, very much to say about Dre lately, man. Dre has really turned turning to. He kind of remind me of my. Worst bag of potato chips, man. You know, some poor skins, man. I hate the motherfuckers, man. And <laughs> he just, he just doesn't. I don't know. As on that topic, I don't really, really have an idea or have an opinion on it. But as far as Dre, I have an opinion on Dre, man. I think he's a billion dollar simp. You know, I think he is. It's you know him making what he get and get what he got. You know, based off what he's done. He's due for that, and he should be able to have that. But at the same time, man, I just don't like how, you know, how he, you know, I think it's Jimmy Iovine who's basically making all the calls. I think he's just basically the name. And that's the thing I kind of realize about a lot of these guys, man. Same thing with Dre, same thing with Jay-Z when it came down to the uh, Brooklyn Nets. A lot of guys, man, are puppets, man. And think about it, I have a problem with guys that are that. You know, they play that role of being puppets, but every time you see Dre, you got this dude, this little weasel, Jimmy Iovine, right beside him all the time. <laughs> and, and, yeah, I'm serious, man. The headphones, the, you know, everything, man, everything going on with Dre. And as, and as time goes on, man, who's crumbling, who's turned to a little weasel to me also, is starting to be Floyd Mayweather. I, I have big respect for Floyd as far as a boxer, but out the ring, I think he's a fucking joke, man. I mean, I, I see them guys, man, like Floyd, you know, Dre. I just don't know what to say about him, man, because they get so much they get so much loot, man, and they just get to the point, man. They do some of the stupidest shit I ever seen in my life, man. Like Floyd, man, he had a strip club, just making it rain, man. But you got cats out there, man, who in another situation, man, black man ain't got time, man, with big money like that, man, to be just throwing around to a bunch of white hookers, 
Come on, man. I mean, straight up, bro. So when I come asking for some some donations for my pot industry, I don't want to hear nothing. <laughs> You know what I'm just saying? Yeah, man. You, 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 you. The thing about it, I'm just saying. What I'm saying is, is, man, it's like, I mean, these cats got money, man. But Dre, check this out. Doctor Dre, he before he got the billion dollars, this dude threw 35 million at um at USC. Got a got some kind of degree program going on for USC with music. What's so cool about that is, man, you got with other colleges and other things going on that are suffering and need money ain't got nothing but you can throw thirty five million to USC, really? What's something wrong with that shit, man? Some 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 of the dudes I feel like like we spoke about this uh flooding up me with thing a couple of nights back, man, and I feel like you know, the dude is he's just a regular guy. But as far as Jack and Dre, J Z, those dudes is, is they become, I guess, what they call like moguls or something like that. So they literally like every ninety ninety eight percent of every um, action they move they make is to endorse their product. I mean, so like that man, and it's like, but I think when when there's a worthy cause, I think these people are people that we could go to. You know and I mean, believe it or not. It's something that I, I guess they on a business platform. Um, if it's mutually beneficial, they'll 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 support. But when it comes to the the, the empowerment of a whole people, if if you if, if a person's not willing to contribute to that in any type of way, then like what what good is is all you know, you know what I mean? All that money, you know what I mean? So I don't know. It's just, well, like, I, I use an example. I use an example, man. Dr. Umar Johnson, look him up if you don't, if you don't know him. He's starting a school, an all-black school, all-black boys' school, called, uh, Mark, it's called Frederick Douglass Marcus Garvey Academy. That's where he's starting. He's, he's in the process of doing that, and he needs funds. And he's a, he's a well-rounded Dude, he's a really, really great guy. And the thing is, it's a shame, man, that a guy like him, who is trying, who's in the process, he ain't trying. He will get it. But what I'm saying is, is making this. But you don't have people like the Jay Zs or the Oprahs or the Dr. Dre's or the guys who have money who've been doing things for years. When you have something like that, maybe they have. Or Floyd Mayweather, maybe they have. But I haven't heard anything about it. But then again, there has not been anything publicated about it because they will be known. But what I'm trying to say is they'll make it rain in the clubs. They'll do everything, and the Clippers need to be bought. They'll all throw a big money, and they're going to buy it. But this guy starting school, and ain't nobody putting nothing over there. Only person that I know that did some money that put money to him and gave him money was Tyreek Nashi. He gave money, and I can't think of anybody else. But this is something I'm saying, man. It gets no blacker than that, bro. I mean, that, that right there, it gets no blacker than that. An all black boys' school called Frederick Douglass and Marcus Garvey Academy. Come mm. on, man. 
It gets no blocking than that, bro. So where is this at? It's not like something I would like to be involved in. Marcus Garvey, yeah. man, I gotta do some more research into that, but I'm just looking at. I don't look, know about Marcus Garvey. Google, hey, check it out. Google, Google, Doctor Umar Johnson. It's U M A R Johnson. Brother, you need to. I'm gonna tell you this right now, bro. You Hidden Colors Three was already just showing your area. It's coming out July 4th on DVD. I already got my pre-order coming. Coming. Look into that, man. I'm telling you, man. Look into that, brother, and study it, man. Think about it. Look at the people on there. Nas is on there. Paul Mooney on there. Dick Gregory on there. There's a lot of great guys on there, man. But think about it. The wealth of knowledge they have and they put in that information is put together so great, man. I can't wait. I can't wait. I am going nuts right now. I can't wait to get it, man. It comes out July 4th. I had it appeared uh, to be shipped with one day only. Fuck it. I, I gave the max. If it could be if it could be uh, delivered through email and just a push of a button, I want that too. Shit, if I could do it that fast. I yeah. mean, I want it. So, I'm, all right, so there's, a, there's a, a Hidden Colors 1 and 2 already? Yes, yeah, so you go to okay, you go to hiddencolorsfilm.com. It's Hidden Colors 1, Hidden Colors 2, or you can get it off Amazon. It's already, they're already out, Hidden Colors 1 and 2. Okay, so I'll watch those tonight because I'm, I'm tech savvy. So any any material, what I'm able to do, I can download software. I can, do any, I can download any software. I get all my apps on iTunes for free through, through, through the Freedom of Information Act, but I'm not, I don't redistribute them. I don't try to, like, you know, make money off of it. I just use it so I can be informed. So, like, any program, so, for example, you know what I mean, basically, programs, pro tools, music, anything, I don't have to be. That's what I'm going to do. I'll watch those two movies tonight, and then I'll check, uh, I'll rewatch uh, Hidden Colors 3 if I get a chance, maybe. And, you know, here, here's the type of stupid shit that happens right here. The reason why you can't make it on the regular television, one of the things that kind of keeps all this back and does crazy things for the mind of class graduates. There's a BET Awards party. Several people shot at a BET Awards party. ABC recently claimed, it, claimed that the shadow has been placed over the BET Awards. So the person was killed right before the show and four others were injured during an incident that has embarrassed the company and has been often criticized for promoting violent music at the expense of the black Well, y'all don't worry about that because y'all are putting a puppy on us. And, uh, we don't care about that. So an overnight party held uh, early Sunday Hollywood was promoted uh, the uh, award show. There was a gunman who was still at large, according to police. Officer Drake Madison of the LAPD said the shooting took place at 5.17 a.m. 5 o'clock in the morning. So the shooter shot several rounds at party goers. The defenders were taken to the hospital, and the shootings took place over the Mona Lisa restaurant and banquet hall. And the event, even though the awards, you know, show it was tonight, so they did a pre-party. Said all the organizers will continue to maintain a safe environment. Drake was set to perform, but it's not going to attend. And uh, you know, they, they kept all the rest of the stars out. But this is the kind of stupid shit that happens. But, you know, and that's a tragedy enough. But what, what kind of burns me up as I'm reading that is, 
you know, they always want to criticize, you know, African-American stations. Well, that used to be an African-American station owned by white people now. Talking about violent music. But you assholes always are playing uh, violent movies, racist movies, racist programming. You know, CSI, Clint Eastwood, who's killing 36 people per cowboy movie. But you're worried about music being played, displaying something. But you have all your violent programs, which is, like I said before, redundantly silly. But, you know, the, the bad news in, in this whole thing is that, uh, you know, you see this kind of stuff going on. It's really horrible that it happens. Hold on just a moment. 804 216. Who do we have on deck? Okay, I guess you just wanted to listen in. 804? All right, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay, Pam. Hey, yeah, who we got on deck tonight? Yeah, bro, I'm just uh, listening in. Uh, There's 24 Dread. Oh, not a problem. Not a problem. Thanks for for, uh, for joining the show tonight. We had a real good show tonight. Uh, feel free to call in the future. You know, the same number, you know, write them down because we had shows almost seven days a week covering a range of topics. You know, sometimes it's sports. Most of the time it's uh Black-related subjects, black news. So glad to have you as a new member. Uh, you know, call in, feel free. Uh, where is 804 at? Uh, this is VA. Oh, I like that. I like that. I like that. <laughs> That's great, family. Thanks for calling. I appreciate you calling in for the show. But, uh, you know, it's just a shame, man. When you sit up here and we have these award shows and stuff, and I complain all the time, you know, to, to, to the point of nauseam about how we don't make it on television, on regular TV, and how they kind of sidebar our access. And you see these, these shootings and this weird kind of stuff going down. It just kind of kind of sucks to see that happening, man, because it makes it whack for the performers. It makes it whack for the, for the people that want to put stuff on and, and everything like that. But what has to be understood, and they probably don't put it out there enough, is that BET is no longer owned by us. But, you know, let's not get it twisted. Let's not always try to blame the music for all the uh, the ills that are going in our in our uh, communities and stuff because like I said the alleged dominant society has more than uh, their share of folk calls and screw ups and, and warmongering and, and, and actuality violence than, than we could ever conceive. I mean the, the very act of how we got here was a violent act and continued to be a violent act for for some five hundred years now. Matter of fact speaking of which there was another story that came out today about a professor, or yesterday, about a professor who was uh, walking on a sidewalk, an unimproved sidewalk. So she, you know, you, she kind of had to walk along the curb in order to get to where she was going. She was a professor at um, Arizona State University. And evidently, this cop snatched her, uh, you know, almost hit her in his car and jumps out of his car and stuff and tells her that, uh, you know, she was jaywalking and everything. But the reason she jumped out of the way is because he almost hit her when she was out there on the street. He didn't know that she was a professor. So naturally, he's a rookie, and they're saying, oh, it was a rookie mistake, rookie mistake. They set up and they grab, he grabs the girl and, and uh, throws her to the ground. After she says, well, look, I'm, I'm just walking along the street here, you know, because the, the, as you can see, the sidewalk is under construction, so that's why, why I'm doing it. She said, the way you're driving, you know, you, you almost hit me. So the first thing out of his mouth was like they always do. They start asking for her ID. And so naturally she said, well, no, I'm not going to give you my ID because 
I wasn't doing anything wrong. I'm just trying to get to where I was going to, and you almost hit me with your car. That's how, how come I had to jump out of the way. Long story short, uh, after slamming her on the ground, it wasn't until they looked at her ID, thought she was a professor uh, of whatever it is she was a professor of, and then all of a sudden they wanted to recant their story. And the sad part is that the university said, well, yeah, they, you know, they, the police were within their rights to do what they needed to do. And because they filed such a big petition uh, against the officers and wanted all the uh, charges dropped because of the, not only the way it went down, but the fact that the cops were actually in the wrong, then Arizona State wants to kind of, you know, recant back up. But, I mean, this is, what, this is Arizona we're talking about. So with that, like, share our file out there and, and having people uh, living out in tents and 110-degree weather out there uh, in, in, the, uh, in the little jail or prison out there, not surprising that, you know, something like this would happen, but, you know, our, our women, you know, face two things. They face not only uh, the usual brand of racism, but, of course, they have the woman factor that they have to deal with as well. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's going on out here that's newsworthy that we're going to continue to try to keep up with and, and get opinions on, but there's just a lot of crazy stuff going on out here that shouldn't happen. And, uh, like I said before, hopefully God will, you know, we can get some resolution on some of these matters, but you know some of those little uh, uh, earlier stories that I was talking about was just kind of some stuff to kind of break things up because it's just about that time to terminate. But you know I appreciate you fellows coming out tonight and um, and supporting the show and everything. Like I said, tomorrow is is Wednesday. Although I generally don't run a show on Wednesday, I'm quite sure that there's going to be some general topics or some stuff we can talk about. Uh, tomorrow and stuff. It's so hot outside if you're in Portland. I just don't feel like going outside tomorrow. So I'm going to sit up here and create some for us to, to, to ponder over. This has been uh, Black Love. Will legal weed uh, mean money in the black community? And, um, you know, we'll, we'll have to kind of, you know, weigh things out and see how things go with that. Uh, I wouldn't count on it, but, you know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll see how it happens. We'll just see what happens. Should have regularly and drop the disclaimer for us, and uh, I'm going to leave you guys with uh, with Scarface's Mary Jane. Again, if that's what the show is about tonight. Should have right. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead and drop it for us. Oh, yeah, man. Hey, all you listeners, thanks for listening. All the callers, thanks for calling. And uh, guys, guys, whatever you do, whatever you do, go through life and basically keep your head up. Don't let nothing get you down. And uh, understand, revolution is not an event; it's a process. So stay active. Stay active. All right, that's working all day for all the callers out there. You know what I'm saying? Again, this has been Black Love, and uh, feel free to. Uh, Check us out on these uh, programs on Blog Talk Radio. You can also find us on the Flossy Jesus Show Worldwide on Facebook, Twitter, and Google. So for my man, uh, uh, the Boogie Down Bronx man, named Andrew and, and Sugar Ray, we're going to leave you with a little bit of Scarface. You know what I'm saying? Talking about that Mary Jane. God bless y'all and good night. Have mercy. Oh, yeah. 
Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.